party of the weekend and we are live it is 10 drink minimum and we do have everyone here ray made it just in time i did mm-hmm. by the skin of his chinny chin chin is that the way by the, <laughs> not, not, not by the hair of my chinny holly. chin chin <laughs> holly what a background you have there yeah, yeah. it's a it's a fireplace it's on a fireplace. TV. nice you know or it looks like so like i've had to mess with it because uh, if I sit the wrong way, it just looks like I'm on fire. So. <laughs> nice. Adjust my sound here so I can fit everybody else. How's everybody doing today? I'm good. Fantastic. Yeah. Nice. Coffee um, is back, so I'm happy about that. Who, you said you were off screen. You said that you were like Hamster was going to update you on your hockey team. Who is your hockey team? My hockey team is the Avalanche. Trash. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry, I, I I have a I have a fond hatred for them. Whenever they came into the league, they just fucking dominated immediately. <laughs> hey. Patrick Waugh. Yeah. I don't know. Just saying. But so the the reason I'm an Avalanche fan is because I had a really terrible ex boyfriend who was huge Red Wings fan, and at the time. Red Wings and Avalanche were uh, yeah. enemies. During the playoffs, did he just walk into the kitchen and throw a squid on the floor? Well, I became an Avs fan after we broke up. <laughs> James, looked, James looked at that like, what the fuck? So uh, <laughs> in the playoffs in Detroit, it is tradition for a fan to throw an octopus on the ice. Yeah. And they even sell them around the stadium. And yes. they try to frisk people to make sure they don't bring the the, the squid in, <laughs> or octopus I, or whatever. They always get it in there. <laughs> yeah, let me see if I can find it. Detroit. Is is it an octopus or a squid? I think it's a squid. But yeah, not, it's gross either way. Yeah, there's always like, and they always have to stop the game and some. Yeah, there we go. There, there's a great. Yeah, let's see if I can pull it up. No, this doesn't seem right. <laughs> It, right. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a fucking weird. I don't know why they do it, but yeah, it's a. See, they're picking up the squid to take it off the ice. Oh yeah, it is an octopus. Or octopus. Sorry, the octopus. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why they do that. I don't either. It's, it's a fucking weird one. Um, I want to take this time to thank uh, Kimberly Mo for sending us. She was on the episode where we talked it. I think it was called "It's All About the Mead," uh, and she sent us a shitload of mead, and I have. Given it to everyone except for Smiley. I need to give Smiley some. Uh, yeah, there's still uh, about four oh, bottles to choose from, James. So other yes, than this. There's, it's so oh. good. It, yeah. it was my first time oh. trying it. I was going to just was... drink it straight out of the bottle. Hey, Miss Eddie. <laughs> did you already, did you already try some, Ray? 
Yeah, so I tried, uh, I think that it was like a raspberry and mm-hmm. peach yeah. uh, mead, I think is what it was. And uh, we drank that one super quick. Like we just finished Oof. that bottle off. And then uh, we try, We have the more traditional one, which I think is like the Valkyrie one okay. that she okay. sent over. And uh, that one's amazing as well. This was my first experience to mead. And I was yeah, yeah. surprised. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think the one we got is like blueberry vanilla or something. Mm. Interesting. It's yeah, really yeah. good. I'm drinking right now the caramel honey, uh, which is flavored like a, a raspberry. No, I'm just kidding. It's caramel and honey, <laughs> uh, which is fantastic. It's funny, though, because like every single bottle says 12% on it. And she did tell me there were certain ones that will sneak up on you, though. So I don't know. Be careful when you're drinking them. So. <laughs> I guess yeah, we'll see, because I'm also yeah. drinking a truly. So I didn't even I didn't even know I had a uh, a bottle like a, a quart. Uh, what do you call this thing? I don't know what the fuck this is. James, what is bottle this? Opener. Is this a bottle opener? Okay. Yeah. A wine quart. No, I don't know. I didn't even know I owned this, and I was like, it's I, a wine key. Wine key. There we go. I was like, well, I gotta open it, and I go look in my drawer, and I was like, holy shit, I own one of these. Because I don't <laughs> I don't ever drink wine. I never. Wine is, you know, people start talking about wine and I just like my eyes glaze over and I'm all, uh-huh, uh-huh. And they're like, wine. And I'm like, yeah, I've heard of it. So uh, Yo, I, mean, I don't remember my geography that well. Right. So, James, <laughs> I will get you some mead somehow. Sorry about that. Yeah, I haven't really left the house. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's okay. Going on I mean, it's fine, but everybody's doing okay. Nobody like Ray. You, you you went protesting Saturday, and you're safe. I did, yeah, and it uh, rained pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. I yeah. saw it still went on though. Did you stay out there? Or? Yeah, I mean, we were there for like I don't know, like an hour and a half to like closer to two hours. I think yeah. like we because we dropped by, picked up that mead before five thirty, and we yeah. left like around seven, I think. Okay. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it was just um, you know that heavy of rain and i was like all right i don't think even the police are going to come out for this so like all right i'm going (laughs) you're like fuck this i'm sugar (laughs) i'm sugar it's raining fuck the weather uh so we were talking when you were off the air ray and we we kind of like just stumbled upon a good topic to start out the show with today Mm -hmm. that uh you know i kind of want to get away from all the craziness and you know get back to like dumb shit so we thought about like what is one band that everyone loves that you hate? I put the hate. I should. Ooh. Let me change it. Let me yeah. Uh, let me come back to that one. Uh, no, it's, let and you it's, guys, uh, share a yeah. little bit. Um, and then Holly, you want to go first? Yeah, I. I don't know. I feel like there's so many bands that people love so much, and I think they're awful. Yeah. Um, well, let me let me tell you the genesis of where this kind of probably comes from is earlier today. Someone on Facebook put uh, Nirvana sucks. Just saying. Sorry. Just saying it right then and there. And of course, you know, they don't suck. That person's you know, fucking. Yeah, James, James, put your thumb down. Put your fucking thumb down, James. No. That was going to be my answer. Oh, my God. All right. Go ahead, Holly, because I'm going to oh I'm loading up. The, I'm loading up the barrels on James here. <laughs> I know. Um, I don't know. I guess, like, for one thing, uh, 
I'm going to have to go with Beach Boys. Like, people have a lot of love for the Beach Boys for some reason. Wow. I think Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. This is hard. Like, now, let me, let, me ask you, you, let me ask you about you the Beach Boys. U2 is the big one. U2? The band U2? Yeah. I hate U2. With okay. a passion. But you said the Beach Boys first. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can I retort to the Beach Boys? Yes. No. Can can uh um now when I when you say the Beach Boys, are you talking about fucking Kokomo with fucking John Stamos on the drums, Beach Boys? <laughs> no, just all of the Beach Boys Son stuff. Of a bitch. Cause if it wasn't for the Beach Boys, the Beatles would have never been the Beatles. You know that, right? Uh, well, I mean, fair. But yeah. also it doesn't mean that I like their music. I, all right. Um do you, you don't have to, but but when it comes to music, research the song "Good Vibrations." Just that one song. Okay. It, it it like I think like in 1967, it cost like forty thousand dollars to actually record that song by itself, which doesn't sound like a lot, but that is a tremendous amount of money that's in 1967. A, that's a lot of money. And yeah, they make fun of Brian Wilson in the movie Walk Hard, where he's like, "I need ten thousand didgeridoos." That's yeah. ma- that's making fun of that song "Good Vibrations." So the song okay. "Good Vibrations" has so many instruments in it that it cannot be played in concert, like as it is on the record. And it was the first record that ever that, that song "Pet Sounds" for where that when that song came out, that was the first record where they were like, "This can't be done on stage. We're not going to tour and play this. The record right. is the concert." And that's when the Beatles were like, "What the fuck?" And they were like, "You mean we don't have to make like." songs that are exactly like we're going to sing to the public and then that's when it came out with rubber soul and fucking sergeant pepper you know so i mean just to defend the beach boy because i know that people like look at the beach boys as like a pop group that were like do you know and the actual music was insanely intricate and that's because brian wilson was a he had auditory hallucinations from all the drugs that he did so he would hear the he would hear the songs like literally hear them out of the air, <laughs> you know. Weird. Yeah. I mean, I'll look. I I will definitely research more. I just yeah. you know. I know. Yeah, but, but if see, you don't, that's you know. thing that a lot of people have told me yeah. too is that yeah. I'm crazy and they're no, no, genius. No, 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 no. They, you know, it's one of those. I just wanted to put into context the history of what they they did for music, and specifically Brian Wilson, not because the Beach Boys, the, the Beach Boys, the band. There were actually two bands. It was the Brian Wilson in the studio making the record. And then it was the other dudes who just sounded really good, and he handed them the music, and then they sang it. They were li- like kind of a, a boy band, really. But you know, yeah, but he was okay. like the you know. But then you know he was a terrible you know like singer. Like I've seen him live, oh. and he's awful. So all right, well, so so you say you two. I yeah, say, I hate I say, Bono. I hate you too. I hate all of it. So I that was one of my about- that was one of my favorite bands when I was growing up in the eighties, when I was a little kid. And then the, the that the record Actung Baby came out, and I was like, okay, I like this. And then the next record came out, and I was like, what in the ever living fuck happened to this band? And they had that song Limon, Limon, and I fucking hated it. And I have I, not been a fan since. I have tried to listen to all of you two, and I just think it's overrated garbage. Yeah. Do you remember whenever they tried to shove an album on our iPhones out of nowhere? Yeah. That was also very yeah. shitty. That was garbage-like yeah. as well. I just want to say, Georgia, you're wrong. 
So Georgia, <laughs> that was originally going to be my answer. Oh my uh, god! So so and, the, and the, the reason why is because I never actually gave the Beatles a chance. So um, I had friends in high school, and there was this particular girlfriend that I had that she claimed to love the Beatles, but yeah. she's the biggest fucking poser, and she's a real big loser. And after like every after that relationship, everything she liked, I realized I hated, and. <laughs> So I had this like thing against the Beatles for the longest time because I thought that everyone young that liked the Beatles was yeah. just posers. Yeah. And then and then Valeria, I met her and she oh. liked the Beatles. I gave her a hard time about it. And uh, over time, I realized <laughs> that the Beatles were pretty great. But yeah. I, it just took me like getting proper introduction. Well, and a lot of it, too. And I, this may not be for you, Ray. Uh, like, I love the Beatles. I love them a lot. And I and yeah. I and I don't and I, and the thing is is like I don't really like their early pop stuff, the mm-hmm. the forty five singles, you know. He loves you, yeah, yeah. I don't like any of that. But when they really got into the fucking you know the you know, the experimental shit, and they made enough they made enough money, they made enough money to say fuck you to anybody, and they were like, let's just fucking do some crazy shit. And then, to, yeah. you know, in this day and age, you look at it and people are like, that's not really crazy. But then you got to go, well, no one had done any of that before. Right. You know, yeah. and, you know, they were the first people like, you know, experimenting with distortion and all that crazy shit, you know. And, you know, you listen to the White Album and, and it's fucking crazy. Like it, what's really amazing about that band is you can sit there and listen to each record all the way through. And see what they were going through personally, and like by the time they got to "Let It Be" in the White Album, you could tell that they were breaking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the White Album is like four different artists on one album. It's crazy right. weird, yeah. And it's weird how you see, like you know, and this is going to get you know a little too too into it, but like you really start to see, like George Harrison, like when he, whenever they were young, he was just like he was just there. He was a guitar player. And as time goes on, you just start to see him like just grow, and then you're just like, dude, that guy could fuck. He was he was a fucking genius, and he was just so shy. You know? Have you ever mm. seen? Has anybody here ever seen the movie Let It Be? I have. It's disturbing. Like it's actually like really rough to watch. Nope. And like people talk about like John Lennon kind of being an asshole. Fucking Paul McCartney was an asshole. And like he, yeah. him and George Harrison get into it, and George Harrison's like this meek, nice person, and he's all. I'll play whatever you want me to play, or I won't play at all. And then he like, <laughs> and then he left for fourteen days. He quit the Beatles for like fourteen days. Isn't that started. when he wrote the octopus in the octopus's garden or whatever? Wasn't that Ringo? Oh, it might have been Ringo. I might be getting it mixed up, but somebody got real mad yeah. when they went on a boat. Ringo, saw- Ringo wrote a song. Let's put it on the fridge. <laughs> That's my favorite Family Guy one, but. Uh, um. Yeah. I, oh, my mom. My oh, there you go. James is worried about the without his shirt. About his shirt. There we go. So oh. Ray. So Ray. What is your? What is your? What do you? What is your answer for this? Because I have. I have a. I, and you can say more than one band. I have multiple. So. You know, I I was trying to think real hard on it, and I don't think that I. I was music was never a huge thing for me. Like okay. it never was like. Like it never really was a big part of my life. It was always there, but um, I, I like some really awful bands. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, who do you like? Do, who, do you who, like Nickelback? Oh, right. I'll defend Nickelback. I don't like them, but yeah. they had some bangers. <laughs> Lit. 
Nice. Gross, right? That's the grossest, I hear, so, most offensive. I want to hear James's. Done. Is James going to go with what I think he's going to go with? Um. Well, the main one's Nirvana. I, I never got into Nirvana. I I really thought that they, at the time, I was, what are you pointing at? Oh, you bastard. All right. This was literally sitting uh, next to me. Because I'm off that record alone. They're legends. At the time <laughs> when it came out, I was a, am and still am a big Pixies fan. And I just thought they were biting the Pixies too much. I thought they were fucking... Mm. Like they were, they were, they were stealing too much style from a d- different band. Okay, and I think they were really that, that. And that's a, that's a really good backup to what you're saying. That's a valid answer. I, it's wrong, I'm, but I'm, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm really like, too, but... so I won't turn it off. But... Were, but you remember, okay? But James, you were old enough to know, like whenever Nirvana hit, they wiped out a whole genre of music in one fail swoop. The moment that video played on MTV, hair metal was dead. And grunge happened. And grunge happened. And and, per, and uh, uh, Pantera went from hair metal to whatever metal they were <laughs> after that. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen a picture of Pantera from the eighties where they're all hair metal? Yes. Oh, it's so great. It's so great. And I was uh, raised by a person who loved like hair metal and punk and like all that yeah. old stuff and. You know, if you ask my dad his opinion on grunge, mm-hmm. that's hilarious. Yeah. Because yeah. grunge killed metal. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then grunge lasted about now six years and then died, which is fine. I, I but I think like that, like especially this, this when they did this. So do you know the story behind like the unplugged? Have you guys have you guys read about that? So no. that's no. the only unplugged that they did in one take. Wow. All all the rest of them are like multiple takes. They would like the bands would stop the songs and they would you know start over and da da da. That was all in one take. If you ever listen to the record, like um, all day long, uh, Dave Grohl and Kurt Cobain had been fighting, which you oh. know it was because Dave Grohl wanted more control and Kurt Cobain was like yeah. a control freak. And so there's yeah. a there was a part where Dave Grohl was like hitting the drum and Kurt Cobain was like, I want that quieter. And so then he switched from a drumstick to a brush. And he started hitting it, and he's like, "I need it quieter." And Dave Grohl's like, "How about I don't play it at fucking at all?" And so, <laughs> if you listen to the the record, there's a song where like Kurt Cobain turns around and he goes, "Am I doing this song by myself?" Because he doesn't know if Dave Grohl's going to play drums on it or not. Because they got in a fight. I um, love Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl is my favorite musician yeah. ever. He just seems so great. And Foo Fighters. Don't even get me started on the Fighters yeah. of Foo. I love them. <laughs> well, well, then, like, according to the MTV staff, uh, Kurt said he wouldn't do the show unless he had his medicine that they needed to get for him. Oh, oh we all know what that was. So he was, so he was yeah. lit up on heroin when he did that whole thing. Well, then he gave them the set, the set list, and they were like, well, these aren't Nirvana songs. Half of these aren't Nirvana songs. Half of these are covers. We're not going to do this. And he's like, okay, well, then I'll leave. And so they were literally like, he held them hostage. He's like, we're either going to do the set list I want or we're not going to do it at all. And I mean, David Bowie's the man who sold the world. Um, you know, she's um, the Meat Puppets, uh, Lake of Fire. 
I mean, those songs are amazing. I don't know. I off that one record alone, I I I, I think they're legends. But James, you know, I, I get what you're saying. You know, he's like, like I'd agree with you, James. But then I, then we both be wrong. Yeah, because because <laughs> I'm gonna throw out two bands, and I I know that I'm gonna get hate like nobody's business. I'm sure. Oh, I can't wait. Because one of them we we talked about before the show, and that's. Uh, the Canadian Holy Trinity of Rush. I cannot fucking stand the band Rush. And I get it. Um, Getty Lee and whatever the, f- uh, what's the other dude's name? I don't know their names. But every time they come here to Albuquerque, they'd play that on the radio. They're all Rush. And I would just like want to throw up. And it just drives me crazy. That Tom Sawyer song. Oh. <laughs> it's just it's just overdone ridiculousness for me and rush fans are as bad as nickelback fans i'm assuming but (laughs) fuck man they're like rush dude i've seen rush 21 times man i've even seen their their side band soft wide underbelly you know that about that band did you yeah and the other band why nickelback gets all the hate right because they're garbage. <laughs> but like literally, like again, I'm not gonna like you know try to die on this hill for Nickelback. But I'm just saying that for the time, they they were number. They like, were, they were garbage. Art, like as much as anybody else was. I don't know. They're stop, they're stop saying garbage because garbage is a good band. Oh yeah, garbage. The band is amazing. They but Nickelback is like yeah. waste. Trapped. It's it's trash. That's yeah. right. They're trash. They were trash at the time. I don't care. The for yeah. that time thing, no. Like, yeah. uh-uh. See. I'm really holding Let's back see. on this. On I'm going to go look because, you know, the numbers don't lie. How many? Well, let's, yeah, let's look at Nickelback. How many records? How many records? Because I guarantee there's going to be a, a, a... How You Remind Me was number one. Yeah, and it was trash. Well, again, <laughs> like, so holy bad. shit. How many, okay, here's a question for you guys. How many records do you think Nickelback has sold? Oh, wow. Worldwide. Worldwide. They probably oh, sold. I'm sure it's let me, let, well, let me Let me reference. Let's reference. Who's another large band? Let's see. Like, from that same time period, mm-hmm. I would compare them to, like, Creed. Okay. All right. Oh, also trash. Yeah. Right. Again, <laughs> bad band, but people remember Nickelback. People don't really remember Creed. Okay. Well, Nickelback has, has sold more than Creed for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's let's do. Okay. How many? Let's do the Beatles. How many <laughs> records? I want you guys to put this into perspective because it's a lot more than I anticipated. Okay. All right. That makes so me the sad. Beatles have the Beatles have sold worldwide. For reference, and this in Nickelback is nowhere near this. Let's do Elvis. I'd rather because I think Elvis is you know because the Beatles was six hundred million. That is insane. Uh, Elvis. Okay. Presses. I I have I have a band. Holy fuck, I dude! Much. I can't even remember their name. Elvis has sold a billion records. Do you oh, guys that's know not- which band? Huh? Do you know which band does? What's that? I hate the song. It's like Santeria. Oh, Sublime. Oh, Sublime. 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 I hate that band. A lot of people. With a passion. Yeah. 
All right, I'm gonna do wow. the, the white. Wow, Nickelback outsold Sublime. I just googled. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't, don't ruin it. So, yeah. uh, what is the? Okay, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get like a good like frame of reference. Um, God, what's a band? I don't want like because like Elvis is a billion. The you know the Beatles are five hundred million. Um, let's see, Kanye West, right? Let's do Kanye West. Uh, Kanye West has probably sold a lot. If they sold more than Kanye West, I give up. <laughs> uh, so okay, all right, this is a good one. So Kanye West has sold twenty-one million albums. So how <laughs> many albums do you think Nickelback has sold worldwide? I'm going to say ten million. Okay, James. Forty. Forty million. Okay, and Ray, did you look it up? I did. I, I already know. Okay. Yeah. So Nickelback has sold fifty million records. What? <laughs> they have outsold Kanye West by twenty-nine or uh, thirty-nine million records. Or sorry, twenty-nine million records. Yeah. You know God what? We damn. deserved COVID. That this is. Yeah. That is sad and disappointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. What? <laughs> that's why they're. No that's why they don't give a shit if you hate them or much. not. You know. What is his name? I mean, Chad- they're laughing all the way to the bank. All right, really. here we go. Now we're now I'm really gonna. I'm gonna let's see. Uh, all right. So now we're. Yeah, gonna- and it just and again, you know, there's probably uh, something to say about digital downloads and stuff. But either way, yeah. like for as much as everybody hate wants to hate on Nickelback yeah. again, I'm not like defending them. I'm not like their number one fan. Right. But I'm just saying they can they can go to sleep soundly on their piles okay. of cash. So we're gonna so we're gonna play we're gonna play a special game of uh, are they okay? Which we know he's okay. We're gonna do Chad Kroger and see what he's worth. How much money oh, do you man. think? So they've sold fifty million records. And he's Chad Kroger. He's the lead singer. Of he's Nickelback. probably he's probably more okay than he should be. Well, he's gonna be okay, of course. But I mean, let's really get into like how rich. Nickelback is if you really want to know. Um, I'm gonna say, God. No, he's probably richer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, God's He probably has like twenty million dollars. Twenty million. That's what I was gonna say. But James, what do you think? I don't know. Less than God. I'll, I'll give him. Uh... <laughs> I haven't clicked on it yet. So. All right. Uh... Seventy-eight million dollars. Seventy-eight million dollars. Okay, Ray. Um, man, that's. I would probably say like twenty-five. What? What? Holly say again? She said twenty. Yeah, I, I like say I'll get thirty. Okay, I'm gonna do forty. Forty-five million dollars. Uh, oh wow, that's a good point. Does Chad Kroger have to pay alimony to Avril Lavigne? I don't know. Were they married? Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought she was married to the Sum Forty-One. Uh, that's the next marriage. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So uh, I said 45, Ray, you said 25, and Holly, you said 20. James, you say, what was it again? 70? 78. 78. All right, let's, let's go find out. 2020. $80 million. What <laughs> God damn. <laughs> this is so sad. Yeah. He's like, I look know. at this photograph, assholes. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about bands we like that everybody hates. Well, I was going to get there. Hold on. 
So okay. I got one more. I got one more to say that people love that I hate, and this one's gonna okay. be this one's gonna be the, uh, the well, I mean the, the the rush one. I might get some fucking hate mail, but this will probably be up there too. I cannot stand Pink Floyd. <gasps> Can't do people it. Like that band? What's that? People you, like that band. Uh, oh fuck yeah, they love that band. When I say it I don't like, like it, it's a I'm oh, fuck, dying. Not garbage. Trash. It is trash that comes into your ears. Yeah. Ugh. It's the most depressing. How it's the most. Dare de- you. It's the most depressing music, man. I just can't do it, man. You know, it's like it's like they want to make a like a, a, a they want to make a song, but they forgot halfway through. Money, cha-ching, dun, dun. Oh, I just can't do that song either, man. I can't. Ah, oh, sorry. I mean, I just can't do it. You can defend them all day. I, you know, I've had few, I've gotten into arguments at people at parties, and they're just like, Bleh. I just can't do it, man. In every party you go to, someone's got to throw Pink Floyd on. So that, so that, I, so that I counter, I counter with uh, uh, you know Sublime. <laughs> yes, I concur with that one. I don't Led think, Zeppelin sucks. I don't think Led Zeppelin sucks, but I think Led Zeppelin's fine. But I like the Who more. So anyway, yeah. so here's another question, music wise. Uh huh. What is the band you used to hate that you now like? Oh, uh, like you started out not liking them, and then you're like, oh, you know what, I do like them. You know, uh, Billie Eilish, okay. I I wanted to not like her. I don't and get it, Ray. I don't understand it. I've tried to listen yeah, to it. Yeah, well, it took, it took me a it. couple listens, and then I was like, you know what? Hmm. I'm into it. Hmm. Okay. Um, that's a tricky one, Chris. Yeah. Um, you know what? The Beatles is that way for me. Okay. That's um, fair. Also, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan is the big one. I when I- oh we lost you Holly you 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 completely cut out. Well, that's what happens whenever you say yeah. that about the. That's what happens when you say that about Bob Dylan. You, your thing cuts out. Yeah, but we we lost your audio, Holly. She's yeah. Bob Dylan's ghost is like nope. He's not even dead. Well, that's sad. Can you hear? I didn't even know he was. Can still you hear alive. us, Holly? Let's see. Let me send her a chat. Bob Dylan's still alive? Yeah. He was about to do a show. He was going to do a show here in Albuquerque this year. I'm sitting there. All right. Well, until Holly comes back, I guess uh, mine mine was the the butthole surfers. Okay. I like the butthole surfers. I didn't at first. Yeah. It took me a long time for them to warm up to me. Very funny band, though. Really funny. I, I Edgy, finally I got it. Yeah. But it, yeah, it, it's like it took- they have that humor that's like not on the nose. It's like you've got to, you know, listen a little bit and you're like, oh, shit, they're actually making fun of this. It's like, cool. Several years. Yeah. And now I love that band. Okay. Like, Crank that shit up. They're saying Bob Dylan sucks, too. This person about to get bounced out of the chat. I know they're gonna end up having a ride on their hands. I threw someone. I'll tell you a story. So Billy had his friend over one night, and she was on our show, and she said Bob Dylan sucked. And I was like, "Well, that's fine if you don't like him, but you know, you know, you have, you know, you have to respect his place in in music history." And she goes, "Nah, he exactly. he should have never." Yeah. He, and then she went off on like how he was like ridiculous and never should have been around. And I was like, "Okay, I guarantee a band you like probably covers him." And she's like, "I doubt it because he's trash." And I was like, "Get the fuck out of my house!" And I threw her out of my house. I kicked her off the show and out of my house. Only time it's probably ever happened. 
It's like, holy, you know. But um, yeah, it's like one of those things that like you can hate a, a lot of these uh, these yeah. bands or, or artists, yeah. but you have to acknowledge. Like again, it's like Nickelback. It's like you don't have to like them, no. but try to discredit the fact that they were able to do what they did. Now comparing Nickelback to Bob Dylan is probably not appropriate. What did I just miss? You're comparing Bob Dylan and Nickelback. No, someone you said Bob Dylan and then you cut out and we were and then someone said he sucks in the chat and I told the story about how we I kicked someone out of my house for saying that. No, so I don't know uh, where you guys stopped hearing me. I stopped hearing you guys right after I said that Bob Dylan was the one that yeah. I used to hate. And then, so it actually took me until I went through my divorce to understand um, Bob Dylan. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if you have to go through a major heartbreak to really appreciate his music, but that's the one that shocks most people. Cause now I'm like the biggest Bob Dylan fan, yeah. but you know, and, and I always trip out. People go, what's his voice? And I go, yeah, you've heard three songs where he does a certain voice. And yeah. there's, you know, there's 20 something albums where he doesn't do that. Mm. It's like his catalog alone is impressive, but I guarantee he's not sold as many records as Nickelback. I guarantee that. Oh, I want to <laughs> know now. <laughs> I don't think he sold as many as they have. Maybe let's see. How many? 50 million. That is really insane. Yeah. That's shocking and disturbing. Uh, Okay. He sold 100 million, but still. Well, at least that. Compared to. Dude, Elvis has sold a billion (laughs) records. That's crazy to me. So I also don't like. I'm not an Elvis fan. And people shit the bed on. And people shit the bed when I say that. Um, Who did I not like that I liked later on? Um, a weird one is, you know, and I mean, this is a tough one now is Michael Jackson. When I was a kid, I did not like Michael. Oh, did not like Michael Jackson. But also when I was a kid, I also didn't like Prince. And now I think fucking Prince was an absolute genius. Like he is. Yeah, I didn't like as you know, sometimes you just don't realize things. And the one thing about Prince was is you don't realize how amazing of a guitar player he was. He was one of the top five guitar players in the world. And, you know, he just is so good that it doesn't look like he is. I don't know. It's fucking crazy. But Prince is probably my answer for that one. I um, have now decided that I will not like Michael Jackson yeah. no longer. And that and that's 100%. Because, like, after yeah. I, I, watched, I, watched, I watched that documentary and people were like, yes. well... You know, they're pretty biased, and I'm like, I don't care if they are or not. Holy fuck, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's very hypocritical of me because I love Chris Benoit, and he viciously murdered his wife and child. Now, again, it's, you know, apples and oranges possibly. But he but could still. play a record, though. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I hear what you. No, that's a tough one, too. Yeah. That was, was some roidy stuff. That was awful. That's it, yeah. was it, it wasn't the Roydy stuff. It wasn't the Roydy stuff. No. It, it, was it was the, the it was the CTE. I just thought that was a funny statement. No, it was uh, the it was the CTE. He had CTE really bad. Yeah, really bad. Oh, like did they figure it out in the autopsy? Yeah, they did. Like they went back and got his brain because they the, the family donated his brain for because uh, they thought it was steroids. Yeah, they didn't realize until they started looking at CTE stuff and then they went back and looked at his because there's also because um, like there's all these, you know, CTE. They always like talk about CTE with football. 
Yeah. And it's been all kinds of sports. Right. So Dave Mira, the winningest X Games competitor of all time, killed himself. And his yeah. wife donated his brain and he had it really bad. Yeah. Because, you know, you fucking try to do some backflips on a bicycle and you crash. It doesn't matter if you have a helmet on. Your brain right. bounces around inside your skull, you know? You know what I'm surprised of is that, so, like, I'm really into hockey. Yeah. And I haven't really heard anything about hockey players having CTE, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they will. I mean, they- Bob Probert. His brain has got to be fucking, you know, hard. Mush. Yeah. Or uh, Ovechkin, who's been playing so, uh, for I just, I just looked up D- Dave Mira, and apparently when he was 19, he fractured his skull when he was hit by a car. That's true as well. Yeah, and then, of course, like during his BMX career, he, yeah. uh, you know, had countless concussions. Oh. But then he also dabbled in boxing after right. his retirement. Also, from- also uh, uh, rally racing. Yeah, so... I imagine all of that combined really rattles your brain around. And yeah, and like him, like, you know, him and Junior Seau, they both like committed suicide and they were just like, they they just like had that, you know, and they say that that's one of the, you know, um, the outcomes, you know, the side effects of CT. So Dave Mira. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Dave Mira Mm -hmm. was the guy. You guys are freaking me out. Because I've, I've fractured my skull and I've actually had more concussions i've actually forgotten about some of my concussions and that's kind of one of the side effects yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well they you know and honestly they don't even have a way to check until after you're you're gone so, they don't know enough about it yet yeah. i think well and the, and the crazy thing about dave mira is i grew up watching dave mira and dave mira so like the the way competitions would work is like you know the the, the bmxers would come out and they would have like two or three big tricks they wanted to, to pull off. And they kind of just like set those up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Dave Mira came out. He was like, no, no, no. If you're going to beat me, you're going to do a big trick every jump. And he and he pulled that off. Like he would do big shit every fucking jump. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, to become that good, I mean, that dude had to wreck a lot in practice, you know? Yeah, he had what he had like just in BMX alone. He probably had like eighteen to twenty gold, gold, silver, bronze medals. You know, I know he had like twelve, like gold for sure. Like just ridiculous. He would just come out and destroy everybody. And then when he killed himself, I was like, "What the fuck?" You know, and made no sense. I was just like, I don't know. They said define define CT. CTE is the uh, what do they call it? I don't even know what it stands for, but. Uh, chronic like, uh, traumatic encephalopathy. I don't know how you say that, but yeah, the, it's a progressive like, degenerative disease of yeah, the brain found yeah. in people with a history of repetitive brain trauma. Yeah. Uh, so the guy that they had the Netflix uh, documentary about what it was his name, Aaron Hernandez, that football player. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he was like the probably a good person to reference because maybe. People, so it's what Aaron Hernandez had. Yeah, he was that made But like Benoit, like whenever you know, Chris Benoit's like signature move was the headbutt off the top turnbuckle, mm-hmm. a diving. A yeah, so he was yeah. So uh, Ray, with practicing something like that, because I assume you have to practice a move like that. 
How many times do you think he probably yeah. hurt himself? I mean, probably less times practicing it than whenever he was actually executing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because um, you know that whenever you're first like breaking into wrestling, you you have to learn how to fall. Like that's like a large part of like the training is just getting like thrown and dropped and like you know knocked off your feet, and you have to like train your body to like instantly like tuck your chin and like move your bodies in like ways that are very like unnatural like this if you watch somebody like slip on ice they like do the, like this weird like twisting yes. motion that's why like, they end up like breaking their arm and stuff right. the wrestler like and i can tell you i've been ice skating whenever i fall now my instant reaction is to try to land as flat on my back as possible yeah. You try yeah. to you try to make like a big surface, like yeah, create as much surface area as possible. But um, you know, whenever you're first starting out, you rock your head so many times. Like I just like you hit your head really hard. You have to like take a walk, and then you're over there puking on the side, and it's just like it it happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, and wow. it, and then like uh, I was thinking that that makes me think about like skateboarding, Ray. Like mm-hmm. whenever you would um, as a skateboarder, like growing up, like you learn how to fall. And, mm-hmm. and people are like, that sounds weird to people. But like, you're right. Like, okay, if someone if someone goes ice skating, or they roller skate and they slip, what's the number one thing they break? Ankle. Their arm because they're trying to stop. Uh, your, your your body's automatic thing is is catch yourself. So when you skate, like yeah. you learn to like tuck your arms, like mm-hmm. you, you, you you tuck you your chin and you tuck your arms and you land on like the meat of your arm or the meat of your back or whatever. And you'll see like a lot of skaters, they fly off, they'll kind of like land on their back, you know, and and, you know, not everybody, but like you kind of just, it's like a, like after a while, you're like, don't catch yourself with your wrists, you know, (laughs) with your hands, because you'll break your wrist, you break your wrist, you break your arm, you know. It's like the same thing in like car accidents and stuff. Like Mm -hmm. they say most of the breaks that happen when you get in a car accident is from trying to brace yourself for the wreck. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, that's why, like, most people who are, like, drunk drivers, they usually come out of the wreck like they're fine. Yeah. Because their body was because all they loose. Don't you know? try to stop. Or, or someone mm-hmm. was, like, sleeping in the back seat and they live and everyone else dies. You know? Yeah. It's like, whatever. Oh. That, that seatbelt will just snap your collarbone every time. Mm-hmm. Oh, also you know, that. I believe it. I believe that 100%. But, uh, and that's why, and that's why, uh, uh, Rush is a terrible rock band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> that was... right. So uh, I'm curious because I think everybody has one, mm-hmm. but like, what's a band that you love that you're either a embarrassed to tell people about, or okay. b when you do tell people, they make fun of you? Uh, we, it, it's been said in this whole thing, but go for it. You guys go for it. <laughs> um, for me, it's uh, Dave Matthews Band. Oh, I'm man. a huge. You've I'm got your ball, you've got here. your chain tied to me, tie, tie me up again. Yeah. I used to listen to Dave Matthews like crazy. Until they dump shit on they're, everyone. They're amazing. I don't know. A lot of my friends or a lot of people growing up like hated them. And I was in jazz band. And my jazz band teacher, we had a, a guy in jazz band who loved them. And we made fun of him. And our jazz band teacher explained how... Um, musically perfect dave matthews band is and i learned to appreciate them but now i love them abba oh that's a good one too 
ABBA and Ace of Base are just the same band to me. I swear to God. I swear to God, that's the same band. I don't know. Norwegian? I haven't, or? I haven't experienced this until recently. What? I uh, Embarrassment about bands. Who are, you embarrassed, uh-huh. who are you embarrassed to say? tell people you like? Like Sonic Youth and the Smiths? What? Who's, who's mad about that? Who, that. Yeah, who makes fun of you? Get new friends. Well, <laughs> well uh, people don't like Morrissey anymore. Well, because he's a oh, fucking yeah. white nationalist. <laughs> yeah. So I get a lot of shit because I'll, I'll still be like walking down the street singing some fucking Smith songs. And I'm like, screw you. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of feel embarrassed about it because I'm like, ah, but there's, they have a point. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, I don't know. And yeah. there's like this weird hate for Sonic Youth nowadays. It's like I've never. So how do you like, like Sonic Youth like... and not like Nirvana? I don't get that. <laughs> I told you I didn't like Nirvana. I know, but, yeah, how, but I thought how you, those kind I of correlate were, to me. I love Sonic Youth as well. I thought they were complete. I thought they were unoriginal, and I thought they were ripping off two other bands. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, if that's how you feel about it. Ray, who, who you, is it? Nick, Ray, is it Nickelback? I mean, are we gonna? <laughs> if I'm if I'm willing to defend Nickelback, I don't think that I'm afraid to admit no. to any band that I'm. Like... <laughs> I've got the record of the band that I I am ashamed to tell people that I like, especially in Albuquerque. Is it Nirvana? Sublime. Not still in the package. This is the newest record I bought. I got this at the store the other day. And, oh, uh, good! You never listened to it. Not, well, no, I, I've heard the record <laughs> thousands of times, um, and, and, and I get the hate. You know, they're very ska punk. You know, but um, I like too. They just, you know, where I where I grew up, they were just huge. You know, I grew up in a huge meth area, and people <laughs> like, uh, you know, people people loved them. Where Billy and I went to college, and you know, every party you went to, it was like. You're gonna listen to like one Sublime record all the way through at, at a party. It was just gonna right. happen. It was gonna happen. I mean, there's three. There's three records. So I mean, yeah, you, you're gonna listen to one of them all the way through at some point in the party. Uh, so I mean, I don't, you know, whatever. I mean, people hate on it. It's fine. I listen to it in my house. I've actually been places where I played it and people walked over and shut it off. Oh, <laughs> they were like, "Who put this shit on?" Click. Have you heard Lana Del Rey's uh, cover I have. of a Sublime song? I have. I, have. I think it's pretty good. It's pretty fantastic. I, I'm not mad at it. Well, and in, in, in like, you know, one of their, some of their early records have uh, Gwen Stefani on them. You know, yeah. Just... I really like Ska, so I'm all right with Sublime. Okay. I saw Sublime with Rome in uh, Albuquerque, and the concert was just, very boring. I just, yeah, I, I can't bring myself to go to that. Well, it felt like a cover band, um, and they had, like, no energy, and he relied, like, entirely on cheap pops, because he'd be, like, singing a song, nobody would care, and he'd be like, come on, Albuquerque! And see, that's the shit I can't fucking stand. Like, that's thing. okay, like, we could go into, like, for the next hour, we could go into a whole things, like, I hate it, you know, about music. And one of them is, is when you go, you pay $45 to go see a band, and you want to hear them, number one, the worst thing they can do, not play the hits. Yes. Yeah. Not Sec- play the songs you fell in love with. Second thing they could do, they fuck up, is let the, let the audience sing the song 
that you wanted to hear. I didn't come to see some some white girl with both her hands up in the front row sing the song. Did not. The only band I've ever seen pull that off, and it was actually really amazing, was System of a Down. And they played. Oh, yeah. They came in, and it, like I was like, we were going to go see System of a Down and Gogo Bordello open for them, which was amazing. And Ooh, earlier, that's a good show. <laughs> right? Earlier on, the, earlier on the radio, they announced on the radio, they're all, System of a Down has a set list of 42 songs tonight. And I was like, Damn. bullshit. And we counted them, and it was 42. And then someone was like, no encore. I was like, dude, they just played 42 songs straight. Jeez, Are you God. out of your mind? But they did aerials, and they let the crowd do the chorus for aerials. And I've never heard a crowd do a song that well in my entire life. It was fantastic. Wow. And it, and I was like, okay, cool. But most of the time, I get fucking livid pissed when that happens. You know yeah. who's a surprise System of a Down fan? Hmm. Royal Wood. Oh, wow. And he can do System of a Down at karaoke on point perfect wow that's good it's pretty magnificent when it happens (laughs) we did a whole we almost did like wow this hour's almost up i'm like holy shit we just did a whole hour on just music (laughs) uh that same concert that i saw sublime like just kind of shit the bed uh cypress hill fucking murdered it they went up there and they put on a show all right i'm gonna tease this i'm gonna tease this for a second hour so you think of this okay think of two albums Two albums, not not library, two albums, mm. and they're not to be the same band that you can listen to from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Two of them, and I have two for sure. Like ever, like you're like ev- like you can turn it on because like you know you you know usually you buy a record and you're like there's two good songs and the rest is just trash. Dude, that you know I have like a, I have a like someone asked me to name ten records that I can listen to from beginning to the end. And I had to do it, and I and I did it, but like, ah, uh, uh, that's just like the best. I always call it from soup to nuts. Do you know the phrase from soup to nuts? Does anybody <laughs> know? No, I don't know that one. Okay, but I like it. It means from beginning to end. So I always go from soup to nuts. What what what's what's two records you could listen to? You know, and uh, I can name I can name two right offhand, easy. But uh, let, let's let's tease that for the second hour, so you guys can think about it for one. So the audience can think about it. I I don't have to think about it. I have them, but that's new. They're here and are here. I I have a I have a lot of them. Because you know c- certain records, bands will put out they and, just and, hit. and there's fucking blam. You know. Um. Big shout out. Uh. Big rest in peace, Wilford Brimley. Wow. Oh. We used to do that back in the day where we'd always bring that up. Um, so Kurt Fletcher killed Wilford Brimley. How did that? How does that? How did that happen? So I wanted to bring it up today because it's hilarious. Because uh, it's obviously not true. But uh, so four years ago, Kurt made a joke about Punky Brewster's stepdad in oh. the show. Okay. Yeah, okay. And like the next day, he died. The guy who played Punky Brewster's oh, step- stepdad. So we told him, like, don't joke about, you know, people dying anymore because it's crazy. So a few days ago, Kurt Fletcher said, I'm going to bring back the Wilford Brimley. If Wilford Brimley dies, I will bring back the diabetes jokes 
which are his most popular jokes. Everybody knows. Oh, and wow. I kid you not, three days later, Wilford Grimley dropped dead. It's wow, all wow, wow. I was wondering about that. You posted that. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? Um, yeah. So I thought Wilford Brimley already was dead. Honestly, I felt really bad. I was like, someone posted that. And I was about to go, dude, he's already, that. that's old. And then I was like, I looked at the date and I was like, oh, no, he died. Oh, wow. I was like, damn. Man, he ran that, you know, because he had, he had diabetes, you know. He fucking went yeah. a long while. Uh, some of my favorite uh, uh, movies with Wilford uh, Cocoon. Great mm. film. Uh, a lot of people are going to be like, never heard of that. Is huh? I said, is it, is Pro- Cocoon really good? It film? probably isn't, James. It was, it was great in the 80s. But I'll tell you a movie that he was in, and ain't nobody even know what it is, but I loved it. I saw it in the theater, and I watched it many times at home, and it was Remo Williams' The Adventure Begins. And he was in it, and it's, it's fucking schlock, campy bullshit, and it's amazing. Him and uh, Fred Ward. I love that movie. Wow. Um, I'm trying to think what other great uh, Wilford Brimley films. I'm sure if I look through his catalog, I'll just be like, holy, you know. But I did like that Quaker Oats commercial. <laughs> you got the diabetes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, the diabetes. diabetes. Yeah. You know, you've seen those commercials during the day, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then a big shout out to our boy, Ming Chen. Happy birthday. Uh, was Happy yes- birthday, Yesterday, Ming. right? Yeah. Yesterday? Happy yeah. Uh, happy uh, uh, Topo Chico lifestyle for you. <laughs> also want to say fuck the silver market because they keep running out of Topo Chico. Order oh, more. Yeah. Order more. Fuck, bro. Also, if you don't like Topo Chico, Topo Chico, please sponsor us. So we just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the China Syndrome and the Firm. The Thing. Ooh, he was in The Thing. That's right. Dang. Mm-hmm. See, Wilford Brimley is that actor that, like, if you're like, well, I can't be an actor in Hollywood. I'm not a beautiful person. Look at Wilford Brimley. He was in a lot of big movies. He went to Los <laughs> Angeles as a farrier. So he, he worked with horses. Horses. Shoeing horses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And he went to L.A. with $800 in his pocket. And okay. he said, if I don't make it before I run out of this money, I'm going to leave. So here's to you, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Brumley, because you made it. I love. So. I, I love that you think here. Here's here's what here's where you where you were like cute. You're like, he was a farrier. If you guys don't know what that is, here's <laughs> here's how people know what that is, Holly. It's a show on Hulu called Forged in Fire. Oh, <laughs> I mean, duh. Fair. I mean, sorry. I know people who watch Forged in Fire that I would have never in a million years thought would. <laughs> Forged in Fire is amazing. It is, like. Like I was, I put Forged in Fire on at Thanksgiving this last year, and Sabrina walks in and she's like, "What do they call the 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 thing that goes into the handle of the knife?" Um, uh, but she's like, "That's not long enough." She's like, "Oh man, what episode is this?" And I was just like, "You watch Forged in Fire?" She's like, "Hell yeah, every episode." Like, it's so good. It is, dude. It's surprisingly good. Yes. Um. But yeah. So any, what does anybody have to promote? Uh, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Hollybird Comedy. That's about all I have at the moment. Uh, Ray, what do you got? Um, well, I have something new. Um, I have been talking with a wrestling school that was in the process of getting started up, and I just want to uh, go ahead and throw this out there. Hard, uh, hard way oh. is uh, 
officially up and running. You can find them on Facebook. Okay. And soon I'll be uh, dropping in and kind of being guest coach uh, occasionally. Ooh. And uh, they're going to be working on a few things. And, um, yeah, I'm going to be working with them uh, a lot, hopefully, down the road. But Hardway U, School of Wrestling. You, you got me all excited because I was like – because, like, my favorite basketball player uh, when I was growing up was Tim Hardaway. Oh, and yeah. And I was like <laughs> – I was like, dude, Ray's working with Tim Hardaway? That's <laughs> Right. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Yeah. You tap two-step. Uh, James, what do you got going on? Uh, uh, just for you. Just per usual, you can uh, see me on the second season of Midnight Texas on uh, NBC or streaming on Hulu. Mm. Uh, or if you if you want to have a fun time, look for me in the background on uh, Daybreak on Netflix. Nice. Um, also to tease for the second hour, one of Ray's wrestling friends was on one of the major promotions this last week. So we should also tease that. Who was it? Who could it have sure. been? Who could it have been? Um and if you want to find me, um, man, I have a lot of projects I cannot talk about yet <laughs> coming out. Um, it's kind of weird. Um, I do have, um, wow, what can I talk about? I'm trying to think. I have uh, Made Out Media, which is on YouTube. It's my YouTube channel. And I put up videos pretty, pretty regularly, like usually weekly. I, I at least get one video up per week. So I'm trying to get my subscribership up. Um, I do drone videos. I do videos where I'm on my electronic skateboard, um, which I which I pushed to the limits today. Um, Ooh! If you guys want to hear that story in the second hour, it's not it's not in yes. crazy exciting, but I kind of want you know it's weird. Like the videos that I've gotten the most response on are ones where I talk about the the board because people want to buy them, and they and and I'm a big person, and they want to know how it react. You know, there's not not well. Not a lot of, uh, you know, reviews out there from people that are big, you know, mm-hmm. and it's so a lot of right. times big people don't buy stuff. So maybe I should I should, you know, focus on that. But uh, made out media. Uh, then, you know, we have tindrigminimum.com and then, you know, we have all the social media on there. You can, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that cool shit. Um, let's come back around 710. Mm-hmm. Does that work? Cool. Um, yeah, we definitely. uh Drink uh, alcohol when you send it to us in the mail, for sure. But always remember, never get never get too, too drunk, drunk to jerk. Drink drink minimum. Jesus.
time for the billy hour as we call it let me bring in all these fine individuals and unmute the microphones oh i can't unmute somebody ray you know everybody seems okay is everybody there yeah hello cool cool james you're alive oh <laughs> yeah james are yeah. you there he's like whatever that means <laughs> okay so when we left for the break, upright, I gave you guys a homework assignment, and I said I wanted two albums from you that you can put that album on. If it's a vinyl, you listen to one side, flip it, listen to the side. I want two of them. And James is to my to my left, so he's going to go first. Okie doke. I said two. It was crazy. Of, it, it was kind of a hard choice. So I, I I picked two. Uh, Frank Black's "Dog in the Sand." Okay. Pixies, I can, like, big sing pixies. That yeah. 
all the way through. Okay. Like it's like a never-ending karaoke album for me. I, I love it. Yeah, and that's what I was going for. Yeah. Okay. Like there's there's nothing, and then Monster Paws. Oh. Nate Santa Maria. Hometown, hometown, uh-huh. fucking badasses. What's the other guy's name? Isaac Cappy. Yeah. Somebody sent Rest me in- a TikTok about him this weekend. Not a, not a, not a music related one for sure. Hmm. So he was kind of a controversial but- individual. Yeah. You Google the- Google the- Isaac Cappy out there if people want to know. So. But that's a, hmm. that's another good choice. Monster Paws, huh? Yeah, uh, I I can listen to both those back to back, nonstop, yeah. like on repeat. Question: Isn't isn't Nate Santa Maria back in Albuquerque? He is. That's what I heard. He moved back. Haven't seen him yet, but there's this whole quarantine going on, so I haven't seen a yeah, lot of my friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. Okay, so moving on to Ray. Ray, what do you got? You got two records. So it. I, I never have, like, top, but, you know, whenever you ask, I'll give you what came to mind first. Like hey, that, first hey that's perfect, man. Yeah, it was uh, Smash uh, by The Offspring. Okay. Their, their Smash album. Yeah, Hold that on, one. I got I to gotta pull that one up. Hold on. Yeah. Smash. I want to go through it because I know The Offspring pretty well. My problem yeah. with The Offspring is, is I feel like and, the, uh, the Offspring were the 90s version of ACDC. They just kind of right. all, they kind of all sounded the same to me. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Time to relax. Nitro, gotta get away. I'm trying to see which song is the big one off of that one. Bad habit really stuck with me uh, okay. from that one. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What's the big banger off that? Come out and play. Yeah. Yeah. Keep oh, them okay. separate. You got to keep them separated. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, when I say when I say like they're the '90s version of the, of the ACDC, I love ACDC. Like right. I, you can put on. Any ACDC album, and I will, and it'll yeah. sound. Like you know, I could you know probably tell you which one it is, but most people can't. And but they're still gonna rock out to it. They'll be all, mm-hmm. you know, that's like ACDC right there. It's totally. Yeah. And my second one, uh, just like right off the top of my head, whenever you said it, was. Uh, Run, run the jewels too, RTJ oh, two. See, I don't, I don't know enough about them. And that's gonna, a good album, and, right? Yeah. And we're gonna go see them. Yeah, eventually, year. hopefully, one day, <laughs> someday. Well, I mean, I think they've put it far. I mean, if if we're, I, I gotta say, because it's it's June of next year, right? <laughs> right. If we're still, I mean, I mean, we could be. It's very, we very well could be still quarantined till then. But man. Or at least not like thousands of people allowed in the same place. I gotta tell you, when they rescheduled for next year, twenty twenty one, it was actually good mental health for me. Yeah, because it was like, okay, there's thing, there's there's things out there still <laughs> planned, you know. But that's a, that's interesting. I'm gonna have to check that one out, right? Because I I recently, you know, because I love I love uh, Killer Mike. As a as an individual, as a content creator, 
And then people have sent me a couple of things recently from Run the Jewels, and I've loved every single thing people have sent me. They're so good. Uh, yeah, and it's in, and, and I mean, there's a reason why Killer Mike is on your, you know, on your radar. It's like they're, you know, they they make good records. Right. Um, Holly, what what do you got? Okay, so I had a hard time with this because I actually have quite a few albums. And I, and I didn't say the number one, number two, just name two. Yeah. Just two. So two that came to mind is Coheed and Cambria, Good Apollo, I'm Burning Star 4. I've burned through that Uh, record many times. Yeah, uh, Volume 1. It's like the longest Mm -hmm. name ever, um, but I love that album so much. And uh, there's also like comic books associated with it, so that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And then The Hard Toys came after that because there's so many but uh the other one is uh i had to actually look up the name of the album because i just know the album art mm-hmm. um but it's band of horses everything all the oh, time son of a bitch that's a goddamn good record. i have that vinyl right over here i can ah, listen to that one. all day every day never fuck, get tired oh, of fuck it. yeah like just boom 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 like let it go let it go and, yeah. then, and then people walk in and like <laughs> What the hell is this? It's like amazing. Um, <laughs> and fuck, it's an album fuck. the funeral and all that. It's just, it's such a good album. And then I saw them live and it oh, made me love, yeah. love their music even more. Totally, so. totally. Um, fuck, that, that I almost changed one of mine. Just then. <laughs> um, shit. Um, yeah, it's not good though. <laughs> so, but it added one. It added, oh my god, dude, that's that's a crazy. It added to it added. So I have I now have another one that's like it's like band that I hated. Now I love, but also a record. Yeah, and, and they have a record I can listen to all the way through. Fuck, that's like just two worlds colliding right there. But my original answers were Weezer the Blue Album because I can mm-hmm. sit down and I could play Weezer the Blue Album soup to nuts beginning to end and just fucking jam out. Stop and then like go back to what I'm doing. Come back out and be like, oh fucking, yeah, he's in his garage. <laughs> go back in, come back out, and it goes, hey, he's surfing to work, um, you know. And the other one, and this is because um, my buddies and I would go wakeboarding every Saturday in the summertime. We would do ten to ten to thirteen weeks in the summertime of wakeboarding, wow. and every fucking sun, every Saturday. We started with one record and one record only, and it went all the way through. And it was yeah. Cypress Hill, Black Sunday. Mm. Yes. Black Sunday is a banger after banger after banger. And people are like, Black Sunday? They're like, insane in the membrane? They're like, I don't even know if they had another song. I'm like, listen to that record. So good, yeah. Fuck, fucking amazing. That was like Dr. Green Thumb. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You had a, a, to the, a to the K? Yeah. Oh man, you know, I'm a chicken hot cotton uh, for a chicken. Pigs, Pull the hammer back, I hear the glock clicking. One, right? What's that? Pigs was not another yeah. uh, song uh, on that album. I think so. I mean, yeah. I I I get to sit there and sing the songs one by one. Yeah, it's just so good. But then now you've said, uh, band of horses, band of horses, everything and, all the time. And so there, okay. So I have to talk about this one band. Um, but I want to pull the Cypress Hill one up real quick because <laughs> Ray's asking the, the set list. It's, um, let's see, full album on YouTube. We don't want that. Um, 
<laughs> so the Here we go. yeah, I got it. I got it pulled up. Oh, there. cool, cool. I I just did too. Yeah, go for it, Ray. So we have. I want to get high. I want to get high. Dude. I, I, I want to get going out like that. Yes, insane in the brain. Yep. Uh, when shit goes down, lick lick a shot, cock yep. the hammer, lock cock down the hammer. three. Oh. Yeah, three little putos, legalize <laughs> it, hits from the bong, hits from what the bong. Uh, what goes around comes around, and uh, hand on the Glock. Yeah, he's like, I'm a chicken hawk hunting for a chicken. Pull the hammer back, I hear the Glock clicking. Yeah, love that. Too. I mean, it's, it's so good. So there was this band that came out in the 90s, Marcy's Playground. Oh. And they had the song Sex and Candy. Yes. And I was, and that I was, album is so good too. And I was like, this song oh, is trash. Is I don't like this song. This song is yeah. trash. It's awful. Uh, two years go by. I'm in my friend's uh, dorm room, and um, we're listening to music, and we're like hanging out and pl- watching, you know, playing video games and shit. And I'm like, dude, this. What are we? What are you listening to? This is fucking amazing. And he's like, it's Marcy's Playground, and I was like, what? The Sex and Candy? I was like, that's fucking shit song? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, is this a new record? And he goes, no, it's the same record with Sex and Candy on it. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, every song is amazing but that one. And that's the one. one. And that's the one they put out for MTV. And, and like, (laughs) I I have it on vinyl. Like, it's so good. Except for that one song. It's so weird. All right. Georgia, we're friends and all, but the Eagles <laughs> Eagles were third on my list of bands that people love that I cannot stand. REM, uh, I'll, REM I'll get behind, <laughs> but uh, the Eagles, man, <sighs> I don't know. I can't do it. <laughs> Phantom Planet, Raise the Dead. These, these are people writing in. Uh, what were the... So- Chris, I, I wanted to also say that about Cypress Hill that uh, they have a Spanish album, and I've and I've rocked that one a ton. Oh, and it's really? Simple, it's like the greatest hits, but redone in Spanish, Ooh. and majority of the songs are all off of the Black Sunday album. But there, I got to check that out. That's got to be amazing. Yeah. Uh oh, dang! Oh shit! Sorry, I'm uh in the. Pl- uh, I guess I'll talk about it a little bit. So I'm in the process. People want merch. I'm working on merch. Ooh, merch. Okay. Oh, merch. Yeah. I'm working on with somebody. Oh, nice. Yeah. And she's a friend of mine. I'm working on 10 drink minimum masks. Mm. Ooh. So speaking of merch, yeah. uh, so a good friend of mine, he's a comedian, Zach Abeda. Came out with some merch. First of all, Ray designed some stuff for Zacabeta that's pretty great. Um, but Zacabeta has the best comedy merch in town. Yeah, I see. He, he does. He has the Breaking Bad one. He, he recreated uh, one of the most famous Breaking Bad scenes. And if you hear the story behind it, him and his brother just love Breaking Bad. And yeah. so they go around town and they like recreate their favorite scenes from Breaking Bad and take a picture of it. But there okay. was one that turned out so good okay. that he made T-shirts and tank tops. Yeah, I saw um, So like, if you guys want some cool like Berkey centric merch, like yeah. please go check out Zach Abeda. Also, like 
he's just a good dude. Like, yeah. I love him so much. But if you find him on Instagram, you can also see what Ray designed for him, which is pretty great. So I use the term designed loosely. They have a name, <laughs> have a name generator that I put his stuff into and I sent it to him yeah. because I knew oh. it existed. I think people forgot about it. And like he'd been putting out that Breaking Bad merch. I was like, oh, he needs to have like one of these like good yeah. and proper. So like I had to like do some Google searching to find it again. But once I found it, I I, I put it together for him and sent it over. Why? Well, that's, well, yeah. that, that's what so. I think. I think we need a good Albuquerque centric something for us. But yes. um, for for I'm gonna get us. So I have Breaking Bad or I have uh, Tendrick minimum masks. I have them. I per, like I have them. Right now, I had someone, you know, I went on Etsy and I had someone make one for me. They're so cute. But I, I have someone that. that's going to make, but like here, here's the problem. Like I'm a big guy. Ray's a big guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. They're, they're small. So she's like, yeah, I can do the big ones for you. And I'm like, cool. Nice. So, um, see, and I have the problem that masks are too big, which well, sounds crazy. We can do half and half. To cover your face. But if they're too big, they're yeah. loose. If and I sold fall. masks for 15 bucks, not for you guys, of course, but I think people <laughs> would buy them. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they won't. We'll see. But I can get I have someone who will make them and nice. uh, they, they, you know, they're pretty reasonable. Um, and I, and I, and I want to make shirts. But again, I don't know who, who to have the shirts made. I do have a person to make the shirts. We just have to have you know, uh, that was probably the biggest problem about being trying to be out in the rain during the protest was once my mask got wet, I couldn't breathe through it. Oh, wow. Ah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that, that was like okay. another like thing that made us decide to leave because we have cotton masks. And once yeah. it soaked yeah. through, it was just like. <laughs> I'll tell you this. This is the best mask I have in my company. Like I was sitting there like one day and I can't say who I work for. But like one yeah. day I went to go check my mail and I got a, a, a letter in the mail from my company. And of course I was like, oh, why'd they send me a letter? That's probably not good, right? <laughs> and uh, so then I, I, I pulled it out of the mailbox and it was all squishy. And I was like, what is that? And it was a fucking mask. And it doesn't even have the logo, nothing on it. Like my company just was I'm... like, hey, here's a mask for you. And this thing Be is, safe. look at this. Wow. That looks comfy too. Yeah, goes underneath my chin, and that's what I want. Like I want, like as a big guy with a beard, yeah. I want yeah, one. Yeah. And Ray wants that, like where it yeah. comes up underneath, like everything. And they just send yeah. me that in the mail, and it has these little, wow. like, it has these little, like, plastic pieces on it, so you can't over adjust it and pull it off. Wow, like, how nice is that? You know what? You know what I need is I need child size masks. So, right now, you want child huh? size ten drink minimum mask? Come on, Holly. Yes, Come on. I want one. Come on. Are you kidding? My daughter wears our pin all the time. Do we take PayPal? No, coins. Only coins. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah, of course, you take PayPal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but so we got masks when this all started, and we got a child size mask. Yeah. And it was not child size. And so we have it rigged with like string and a hair tie mm-hmm. to fit her tiny little head. And I will tell you, trying to keep a mask on a four-year-old is a lot like I would imagine keeping a mask on a, a feral cat would be like. Yeah. <laughs> 
See, Brandon. Yeah. Brandon's daughter and my daughter are the same age. Yeah. And I would not be ashamed for her to wear a 10 drink minimum. She wears that pin and she tells people that her bony mom, she calls me her bony mom, which is <laughs> bony mom. Uh, but she tells people my bony mom, that's what she does. Okay. And I'm like, I drink. That's right. Um, Your bony mom. Whenever I was a kid, I got into a big <laughs> argument with my mom because. I tell her that she used to drink and drive, and she's like, <laughs> I do not drink and drive. I was like, Mom, I can't do it. And she's like, I do not drink and drive. And I was like, Mom, you have a Coke in your hand all the time when you're driving. <laughs> and she's like, I have to clarify with you, I do not drink and drive. Do not tell people that. She's like, There's a big difference between. And I was like, Mom, I've seen you drink like soda and drive all the time. And she was like, Making sure it's like I need to make this very clear with you that I do. <laughs> well, see, okay, uh, and that's funny, Ray, because I I grew uh, up I grew up when people did drink and drive, yeah. and I was in the car. So like I remember as a kid standing up in the front buck like they had to have the bench seat in the car. Yeah, standing up in the front, no seatbelt on. My dad's got the beer between his legs, driving uh-huh. to play, you know, to the hardware store. I don't know. Yeah, was, we used to have drive-through liquor stores. My dad so worked my, at one. Yeah, see? So my family used to live in Los Lunas, and on the way between um, Albuquerque and Los Lunas, there was like a drive-up liquor store, and my dad would stop there every night, even though he claims it wasn't every night. It was every day that we drove by there. He would stop and get beer and cigarettes, and he would always pop one open on the way on the way to the house. It was his yeah. road beer. Yeah. And was it legal? Probably not. Oh, I doubt. Oh, so okay. But did he do it? Yes. Yes, well, he know, did. I was born in the seventies. <laughs> right. So when I was a kid, I would go with my grandfather or my dad. My dad worked at a liquor store. He was a uh, he worked at the the, the drive up window. Oh, nice. uh, by day he was a welder, and by night he was uh, he worked. At, and my mom's in the chat, so she could probably, cl- if I'm saying this wrong, she can tell it that it's wrong. But like he worked as a welder during the day, and he worked a, a liquor store window at night. So every once I in a while, he worked for my uncle in Clovis. Uh, my uh, uncle owned a liquor store. Could be, and every Weird. once in a while we would go see him, and we'd drive through, and you know, <laughs> he was working the window, you know, and. Um, you know, and then as a kid, I just remember, you know, I, I've never not gone to bars in my life. Mm-hmm. And I just remember as a kid, it, the really weird thing was, is like, you know how like you're a kid and you kind of remember things, but you forget. And yeah. then, like something happens as an adult and it comes rushing back to you. Yes. So when we were in Washington State and we were in uh, um, Bellingham, Billy and I went to, uh, uh, you know, you go to the bars. And the bars would have, um, in Washington State, they'd have these big, like, plastic uh, things on the wall that were, like, straight down. And then they came to, like, an end. And they had all these little plastic, like, when you're a kid, you put 50 cents in and you turn and you get the little plastic bubble up. They'd have those, but they were in a bar. And they were called pull tabs. Oh. Do you guys know what that is at all? Because they don't exist here at at all. And but they did when I was a kid, so I was like, "Oh my god, I know what this is." Billy's like, "What is it?" I was like, "It's gambling. It's like a weird Whoa. bar gambling." 
And so it was like it was like playing slot machines. But imagine if you're a kid, and instead of little homies and putting money in, and you get a little homie, <laughs> a little homie. You, you put money in, and you get a little ball, and it has like a pull tab, and you rip the tab, oh, and it has like two bells and a bar, you know, a bell, a star, and a heart, you know, and you would pull them, and then like they had a thing on the wall that would say like, if you get this combination, you win this money. If you get this combination, wow. you win this money. And then, you know, anything else, trash. And <laughs> it was so weird because, like, when I was a little kid growing up, I don't know how, but, like, places in New Mexico had that. <laughs> and I was, like, and I'd forgotten completely about it. Like, I had completely spaced it. Because, it you know, because I always, like, correlated them with the, the, you know, the thing where you, you know, get a rubber ball or a gum gumball or some M&Ms, you know. Also, in COVID era, can we end the the vending machine where you just like turn it and like peanuts come out or M and M's? Yeah, probably Let's not. not probably it. not good anymore. You know, problematic. Yeah. Skittles, sure. just a handful of Skittles. Yeah. You know? Vending machines in general may may be a thing of the past. They may yeah. just be like now buffets yeah. and buffets and vending machines, right? <laughs> oh man, buffets! What a casualty! Right? Why no vending machines? What's that? Why no vending machines? Well, definitely the loose food vending machines need to go. Yeah. Don't don't want like the ones that you like put like you know candy comes out into your hand type stuff. Not not in a package. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just free and loose. I don't know. Maybe not. Really? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm attacking I... an industry I don't know anything about. But you know. Here's the deal: as a parent to a four year old who you know, touches everything, which is, you know, a lot of the people who use those loose candy mm -hmm. to vending machine things, they're little tiny humans. Uh -huh. I will tell you, you don't want to get loose, unpackaged nuts from <laughs> anything a small child has been around. Well, I, I for sure don't put anything in my mouth a small mm -hmm. child has handed me. Yeah, never. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's one thing nobody told me about being a parent is yeah. just how gross. Oh, totally. They are. Well, they slobber on things. They stick things in their mouth. But that's that's Ooh. the thing, Holly. Is everybody's like, oh, they're safe to go back to school? Bullshit. No, they're not. Have you ever seen a small child cough? Children, disgusting. <laughs> or cough when they're like, ah, ah. they literally are just like, ah. farting, no. just farting, random they lick farting, their hand. Just to see what their hand tastes like, and then they touch things. To be fair, I do that. No. Okay. Yeah, you know. And then, yeah. like keep, like I said, keeping a mask on a small child—it's actually you probably can't keep it on keep somebody. A mask on a feral cat. You can't keep it on somebody in the south, more or less a child. You're I like, mean, no. Nope. Well, and the thing too is that children don't have the capability to understand how serious yeah. this is, right? Because their little brain is made to be happy and yeah. see the good things. And, you know, so trying to explain why you have to wear a mask is crazy. They don't get it. Oh, man. My daughter, my daughter literally told somebody that she has to wear masks to protect us from the spiders and their sticky webs and sticky feet. That's, that's, and that's I mean, why she's not wrong. She hasn't. She, did, she didn't say. Here's what I thought you were gonna say. We have to wear a mask because if we don't, Santa Claus doesn't come. 
<laughs> I should say that. Santa Claus Christmas. doesn't show up. You know, if you don't wear a Christmas mask on public, media. Santa Claus doesn't show I up. I mean, in a way, that's kind of true. <laughs> I used to. So uh, uh, I have uh, I have cousins. I have cousins. That's fucked up. That's fucked up, Ray. That was really fucked up. So I have co- I have cousins that are uh, that are uh, that are a lot. So true. <laughs> I have cousins that are a lot younger than me, and I used to play that card all the time. I'd be like, they'd be bo- they'd be bothering me. I'd be like, I'm trying to watch this thing. Stop bothering me. And they're like, why? I'd be like, I'll call Santa Claus. And they were like, no, no. Don't no! They would freak out, and I'd grab the phone, and they'd be like, "No, no!" And they'd try to like push it back on the thing, back when like the phones were you know, yeah. a landline. Yeah. And, Santa and I, Claus is like a big deal because like, you can literally be like, "I'm gonna call Santa right now," and no. unless <laughs> <laughs> no, the repo fairy, right? <laughs> the My repo mother fairy. Told me about the repo fairy. <laughs> Where uh, after oh, Christmas, you know, bad, the repo oh, fairy would come take the gifts back. Oh. And so I was not afraid about Santa Claus as much as I was the repo fairy. You Jeez. know what? I'm going to use that, too, no. because that, that works all year. It yeah. doesn't just it's not just those couple of weeks before Christmas. It's huh. all year after they get the gifts. Then it's yeah. like, well, well, you use that like the beginning of the year. But go ahead, Smiley. Sorry, we keep cutting off. You guys, you guys have it. All, this is what we do in my family, at least to my nephew. Oh God. Um, we have this thing called he's 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 all right. He's 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 the Christmas Godzilla, and if uh, if Ding Dong fucks up, that's what we call him Ding Dong. You call um, your nephew Ding Dong. To, yeah, his, to his face. We call Danny a turd. Also, why are there like hairs like floating up in the in the shot for your camera? There's like weird hairs like floating. Yeah, up. And oh. Smiley just. <laughs> I have a cat. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, I just wanted to say, I just you know I kept seeing it and I said maybe he's you know who knows he has a troll doll yeah, in the uh, shot. I don't know. So Ding anyways. Dong, Ding Dong hates Godzilla or loves Godzilla, hates Godzilla. Christmas Godzilla, if he misbehaves, Christmas Godzilla will come and eat all his gifts and kill all of his loved ones. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we'll be talking to him. was like, Christmas Godzilla will come. And he, do you want us to all die? Is People that think what you that want? Smiley is lying here. Yeah. I've, I've, I've never met his my family. My mom made an entire story. Like, oh, I believe it. Like. I, I've heard yeah. stories of James and his brother. I mean, all... here's the deal. As somebody who is a stay-at-home like it's parent though. for most of the week, I'm not going to lie. When kids get really, 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 really bad, maybe the idea of a Godzilla who comes and eats your whole family so they will shut up and behave, it's... That's traumatic, Yay! Harley. I would never thing. actually do it, but I would be tempted. We just no, went along you. with it. I got you. Well, okay. You don't want us to all be eaten by Godzilla, do oh, you? Yeah. And it's one of those things where like you show you up and, the, and they, the kid says, I better behave so Godzilla doesn't kill my family. And you're like, what the fuck? Right, and, then the, yeah. and then the parents in the background, they're all. No, we just smile and do thumbs up. No, that's what that's I mean. What they point at you and they're all. Yeah, you're like, eh, play along. 
and you're like, oh yeah, Christmas Godzilla. Yeah, you don't want him to eat, eat everyone, family. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. No. True. I yeah. think the craziest thing that Danny has done thus far is at daycare. Mm-hmm. She had learned about what Jason did, which was brewing beer. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. she knows that Jason and I love beer also. Um, and she also called it beard with a D. Oh, uh, She so. still calls yeah, it baby that. Baby hamster's beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so at daycare, she started, like, pretend- pretending to serve beer, yeah. beard, to other children. Yeah. <laughs> and was saying how like you can drink beard all day every day all the time. I, I was hoping and, she would, I was hoping uh, she would, I was hoping she would tell everybody that you were hamster's beard. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. And the teacher would be like, um, "Oh. Oh, oh. Um but so the teacher asked her like, "Do you drink beer?" With your dad, and she's like, "Oh yeah, all the time," and we were, "Oh my god!" All of a sudden, you got called. Yeah, so Jason gets there to pick her up, hamster, whatever. Hamster gets there to pick her up, and they're like, "We need to talk to you. Do you let your daughter drink beer?" And he goes, "Well, I've tried to have her taste it, but she won't even taste it because she won't." (laughs) And uh, that was not the answer in that situation Mm. at all. Um. So, you know, just be careful what that's you say. What you say that's when you say, well, we give her a root beer and we tell her it's beer. Yeah, that would have been the smart thing, wouldn't it, yeah. Chris? <laughs> you know, you know when uh you know when my parents got called in? Do you want to know what would happen when my parents yes. got called in? So uh I'm an active person, I'm very hyperactive. I you know, I'm like right now my leg is shaking, all that stuff. So I yes. have a scar. So I have several scars on my head. I have a scar on my eyebrow where I fell off a couch and I hit a vase and ripped open my eye. Oof. Um, I fell out of a tree and I cut my head open, so I have a scar on the back of my head. And then I have another one on this side whenever I was – my grandmother had a um, clothesline, and it was, like, Mm. right on – like, right over a sidewalk. Oh. And then the sidewalk was kind of washed out on the side. Yeah. So it was like it was to a sidewalk and then it like came down. So I'm hanging from the the clothesline swinging. And I swing legs out and it breaks and I come down and I bust the back of my head on the sidewalk and it cuts it right open. And this was like the third time in a year. Oh, and they're sewing up my head. And then they separate me from my parents and they're like. So, do your parents ever hit you? And I'm like, yes, because my dad, you know, because my dad, my dad would spank me. Like he would hit me with a belt, right? And I'm like, uh huh. So they call the, they call in, like I don't know if they call the police, I don't know whatever. They call in my parents, and they're like, well, he has a lot of scars for a child in a year, and they're like, and they're like, yeah, he's overactive. Yeah, he's a, he's a- <laughs> and and then they're like. Do you hit him? And they're like, well, yeah, we spank him. Which, you know, I was I grew up in this, you know, 70s, yeah. or late 70s, early 80s. And, um, you know, I got spanked whenever I, you know, did wrong. But when, right. but, the, but the question they asked, does your parents ever hit you? Yes. 
You know? <laughs> oh, Christopher! And, but I was like three or four years old. <laughs> yeah. And they bring my parents in, and they're like, yeah, we, we, we spank him. We didn't, like, put, we didn't cut him or bust his head open. <laughs> Oh my god! And they asked, then they so then they like you know they like gen, you know, they didn't generalize as much, and they're like, did they do these scars? And I'm like, no, I fell off. You know, I was swinging on a clothesline, you because know, that's what I was doing because I was fucking stupid, you know. But that's yeah. like our biggest fear, Chris, is oh, what yeah. you're talking about right now. Because Danny is the same way. She is not one of those little girls yeah. that like plays with dolls all day. She'll go outside, she runs around, she jumps off things, she hits yeah. her head, she gets bruises, like, everywhere. Our kid oh, yeah. has bruises. And the scariest thought is just, we have to take her to the doctor, and they're like, why do, why do you have all these bruises? And then she, you know, you never know what a four-year-old is going to say. Because if, unless you're super specific, they don't know. Yeah. Dude, you, have, know? you know? Like, as an adult, I have so, so, so many scars. From yeah. like just fucking childhood and life. Like I bit through my tongue. Um, yeah. I remember that day. Like I was jumping. On tra- like my parents bought, my dad bought me a trampoline. And I'm not talking this trampoline you buy at fucking Walmart that has the, yeah. the cage around it. I'm talking like you fly off, you're hurt. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I remember like I was jumping on it one time. It was square. Because I don't even think they make square trampolines anymore, do they? No. Or like not square, but like, yeah. uh, what do you call it? Um, um like a rectangle. rectangle. And so yeah. I was jumping one You're time. All now. Yeah, so I was jumping one time and like you bounce and you like you 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 bounce wrong and you go a certain direction like that you don't you're not prepared for like you you, you like hit yeah. and go sideways. And right. so I was going sideways and like it had a thick flat uh like it wasn't like this pipe that like all over the map. It was like a th- it was like a thick steel that was like flat, you know. So like I'm, I come down, like I come down with my my leg. I catch like too late with my foot, and my knee hits me in the jaw, and my tooth goes all the way through my tongue, and I'll never forget that, oh never God. to this day. And I just was like stunned, and I was like, <gasps> Yeah, that that pause, back to like, where you're just like, oh yeah. man, I fucked myself up. You're like, hold on, yeah, right back to bouncing, right back to bouncing. And like, as a parent now, yeah. like. You're so scared that, like, somebody's going to yeah. say something about your kid yeah. with bruises and scrapes and cuts. Like, our kid is crazy. But for us, it's like we have this big backyard. We'd rather her be a kid, run around, play, get dirty, do whatever she wants to do. Yeah. But we're so scared that somebody's just going to be like, so what happened here? Why do you have so many bruises? Like, oh, I was hanging out with Dad and Holly and this happened. Because also she likes to talk about how we punish her uh, for doing bad things while she's talking about her bruises, which are not related at all. Right. So because she's four and that's how they work. Yeah, of course. Did, but so- we figure it's better to let your kid have fun and jump off things yeah. and be crazy because oh. why not? I'll tell you the one thing like it's weird. Like I always thought my dad was like growing up. I was like super scared of my dad. And yeah. I, and I'll tell you what he did. Like now that I'm looking back on it, and like, oh, what a what a cool dad! Like every yeah. summer, at the beginning of summer, my dad would bring home a decently sized round um, cattle trough, mm-hmm. 
and put it in the yard and just fill it full of water. That's and, amazing. And, you know, it, it was, and we'd swim in it. And I mean, was it a big swimming pool? No, but it was like, but in those days, you didn't have the like big up above ground swimming pools like you could buy at the store. Um, right. And it was a good like 10 foot um, wide by like four, uh, three, three and a half feet, maybe. And you're, yeah. a little, you're a little kid. You fill that up. You're in it. And like, that's where I learned how to go underwater. That's where I learned to swim a little bit. And, you know. And then by the end of the summer, it'd be like full of algae. And then like he would like empty it and then like take it out of the yard. And like that part of the yard was dead, you know, like the the, the, the grass. And I was like dead. And like as a little kid, I was just like, yeah, whatever. Every dad does this. And then like as a grown up, I'm like, fuck, I would kill to just have that right now yeah. myself. Just boom. Like I was watching some right. movie last night and they were swimming. And I was like, oh, my God. swimming. <laughs> So, Ray, when do you think you started having that, like, wrestling bug? So, like, were you, like, a crazy adventurous kid? Here's the deal. I'm asking for podcast listeners, but also, like, you know, my kid is crazy. So, like, when did you start, like, jumping off of things, wrestling with people? I was was wrestling on my trampoline the entire time. Were you? uh, so I was in a small town. So whenever a baby has their first birthday, it's usually in the newspaper. And yeah. uh, my, my first birthday ad says that he likes to wrestle. So, I mean, before I oh. get, I was one, I already like to wrestle around. But with that being said, it doesn't say he likes wrestling because I didn't like <laughs> wrestling until I was 13. Yeah. But uh, uh, I did like to roughhouse from like, the minute I could like walk. And then you did like backyard wrestling too. Luck? I oh, did, sorry. but you know, that was again, much later. I didn't do that whenever I was like, you know, five, <laughs> yeah. I would, I, but I, um, I roughhoused from the minute I could like walk though. <laughs> did yeah. you get hurt a lot? I did right? a ton. Like I fell <laughs> off a bunch of stuff and like, I would just like break shit just because like, I wanted to just see like what I could do. I was like, Oh, let's see how hard I could hit this bottle on this pipe and just see what happens. Obviously yeah. it matters into a million pieces. And if that <laughs> pipe is the bottom of your uh, monkey bars, yeah. that means now your monkey bars have broken glass underneath them. So when you fall <laughs> off the monkey bars, you fall in the broken glass and you have to go to the hospital because you cut yourself on the bottle. You broke yeah. like an idiot. Yeah. So like, that was like regular things for me as a child. Yeah, and then I mean, this you know, is making me feel better. Guys. Oh yeah, but oh, <laughs> hey Holly, the playground equipment now is ludicrous. Like it's so, it's so safe compared to what we. So have. and I will tell you right now. So going from playing on playgrounds to now we have this weird jungle gym in our backyard, which like the slide is terrifying. I won't go down it. Mm-hmm. Um, in your backyard. It's scary. Yes, in our backyard. Okay. It was already here. It's safe, but like the slide is just very steep and is it scary. Yeah. Um but like you go to a playground now and everything is like bouncy and not hard and they don't oh. hurt themselves. Uh, and now all she has to play on is our piece of crap and she gets hurt. <laughs> I'll, I'll, let me let me let me tell the kids what 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 I'm, Chris I'm okay and James that. and probably you guys grew up on. Let me tell the kids what we grew up on. You have this port, you great. have this like hard like or this like soft rubber that they make out of tires that you know mm-hmm. the playground's built on. 
We didn't have all that. Let me oh. let me let me explain. We had what's called iron pipe. And yes. they fucking used it for everything. They built and a cement, they built a pyramid out of it and you climbed it and if you fell you broke every bone in your body. Yeah. Um they you had a you tried to throw people off of it. Of course you did. Yes. Oh, and what was at the bottom of that uh, pyramid? Concrete. It's called concrete and that's what they put under you. And uh, if it wasn't concrete, it was dirt. It was dirt hardened as hard as concrete. And yes. and then if you wanted to get on the swings, here's what you did. You went over to the swings, and the swings were made out of steel chains yes. connected to big pieces of rubber. Yes. Like rubber belting. It rubber was belting. Like- but, but what were the chains going through? Metal circles. Now, what, yes. what happens when the metal's in sun all day? It gets hot as shit. What happens yes. when you sit on the fucking uh, uh, swing? Uh, the the metal goes right to your legs and just burns yes. the shit out of you. And that's what we have and, in our backyard. Oh my god! And the slide, crazy. And the slide is 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 iron pipe, and then a steel mm-hmm. piece of like metal. Yes, that becomes like oh. hotter than a baking sheet. Hot lava. Oh my god. <laughs> Just Luckily, her slide is plastic, so there's that. Or, but everything else is like when we were kids, and my friend shamed me for yeah. that, saying I'm ruining my child, and I'm like, I'm I toughing him up, man. I'm not ruined. When my kid wins Ninja Warrior, fuck you. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and then, my and child, then, I'm skin on the back of their legs because it was burned off. What's that? What's that, James? Look cooler than your kids, right? What'd you say, James? Right. I'm gonna- I'm going to say this. My my mom used to make fun of – my mom still makes fun of the whole, like, yeah. uh, like recess fucking situation. Dude. Uh, because when she – she was like – she described to me what she did during recess. And she's like, well, at the back of the schoolhouse, they kind of cleared out some of the uh, trees. And we had some stumps. And we used to play mumbly peg. And I'm oh, like, yeah. what the fuck is that? And she's all, it's where you put your hand down and you throw your knife. Oh, in yeah. Your hand and you miss your oh, finger. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's what you played as a kid. And dude, she like, showed me all the scars. I'm oh, like, yeah, dude. I remember kids. Well, playing- I went to a Catholic school here in Albuquerque. And what we had as a playground yeah. was yeah. an asphalt area that was made for like extra parking for the church gauntlet so all of our stuff was asphalt like parking lot yeah so if you fell you definitely had a rock in your hand Fuck yeah. i still have one in my left hand like you could still feel it uh our hopscotch and all that stuff was on asphalt in okay. the desert ray just sent a photo and i've got to tell you this was this was <laughs> Close. This is pretty close to what I went to school. Like, man, this is really, this is really close. Um, holy shit, this is not far. Um, yeah, yeah. I wish I could find. Let me see if I can find a playground. For oh, the tetherball. 80s. Yes, tetherball. Tether I hate it. Oh, I hate it. I'm so bad really? at it. I love tetherball. Let me see from the eighties. Let me see if we can find one from the eighties. Because all the ones that like when I was growing up from the eighties, we always had um, like a tunnel that was a you know they basically made it out of a culvert, 
Like yeah. literally, they were like, they got it from the road department. They just like stuck it there and you know put dirt around the sides of it. And they're like, oh, kids run through this tunnel. It's a tunnel. <laughs> but um, a lot of the playgrounds were set up as kind of like a Ninja Warrior style. Yeah. Um, and I and I don't know. It's weird because like I've tried to find photos of that before. I don't know if I can. Where like there was always like okay monkey. Like, are monkey bars a thing anymore? Or is that gone? That's oh, gone. I, think I mean, a lot of those are gone now. Yeah. Like, well, they have kind of the monkey bars, but it's always over rubber. I was just about to oh. say it's like over like oh. wood chips or rubber or something yeah. that's going to give them like a, a safe landing. I'm trying to, so I'm trying to find. And this. they're not as high. Yeah. So when I was growing up, there was always one. Um, okay. So there was always one thing we'd be hanging kick each other anymore. Yeah, there's that one. <laughs> but the one I'm trying to think of is like when I was a kid, there was always one structure. I'll call it a structure. And I'm gonna try to like visualize it like this. So there was like imagine monkey bars, right? Yeah. Okay. Then attached to the monkey bars are several and they, and they turn and do a 980 like pull-up bar oh, yeah. and then and then the pull-up bars go to a certain point and then it, right in the middle of the pull-up bars are long poles that come away from everything mm-hmm. they're like balance bars yes so what people would do is they would line up and they would race they would line up at the end of the balance poles like the beams the pole beams and they would jump up on those and run along them balancing. Jump to the monkey bars, di- like diving jump, catch like like and they're running side by side, right? Side by side, jump to the monkey bars like and grab and then and then turn sideways and then start doing the monkey bars and then come around and do and then like do side to side on the pull bars and it was like a race. And I was there one day this girl uh did the run on the on the pole and jump to the monkey bars and missed and broke both her arms. I remember that vividly. Vividly. I was like, holy shit. You know, like And I'm trying yeah, I've never found those, those metal structures that had like a really it was anywhere between like ten to to fifteen foot drop. Yeah. That was like such a regular thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't oh, yeah. have them anymore. No. Playgrounds. See, I'm, pl- I'm playground equipment from these. Let's see if I can find that. And I and I've tried to explain it. To, uh, parallel bars. Playground. Yeah, they had parallel bars. Weirdly, that yeah. was like all like uh, made out of like iron pipe. Yeah. And I used to hang on them and flip over yeah. and uh-huh. do all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Now they, you can't yeah. find that stuff, and I loved it. And there was always, was always pull up bars, of like yes. different heights, and yes. like the girls would and get that's up. What I would. They would get up and they would like put the pull up bar like on their waist and then they would like yep. flip around. That's what I used to <laughs> yeah. do. It, it, yeah. Exactly. Craziness. Absolutely and now insane. people are too scared. Yeah. And then we always had <laughs> the, the Yeah. And then we always had yeah. the merry go round, the merry go round. And you'd always try to oh, like you always try to go as fast as you could. Have you seen this shit where like people get on the little merry go rounds on the playgrounds and they, they oh, take yeah. they take like a moped or like a motorcycle? And they lay it on its side and put the back wheel on the mer- on the merry-go-round and like just gas it and like spin it yeah. until people fly out. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh, if yeah, every video I've seen, people get fucked up. 
Oh yeah, totally fucked up. But then, so like our favorite Yeah. Yeah. So Chris, I sent another picture to the chat of the the playground equipment I grew up on, and that the one that I sent is actually where I got my first concussion ever. Oh shit! Yeah. Like this is actual one. Yeah, this is the one. Wow. Oh shit. Yeah, not like it. something like it. It was like this was this was the big deal. This How many was, concussions like, do you think you've had, Ray? Wow. Say that again? How many concussions do you think you've had? I I can't even count, sadly. <laughs> I've I've had so many. Uh but the uh the rocket portion on the end, they called this thing the rocket slide. And the rocket portion was like these like you'd crawl up through a ladder in the bottom of it, and then they had these metal stairs that would spiral up. And if you went about halfway up, you could go down that like wavy slide, or you could go like all the way to the top. And there was like a small ladder that would take you to like the liftoff point. Yeah. So I got up to the top, and my foot slipped on that top ladder, and I just rolled down all the stairs like boom, 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 oh. boom, 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 like all the way down to the bottom. Fuck. Yeah. Oh. So another parent is the one who saw it happen, oh. and then my mom's like, "What's going on over there?" And then like I come out, and my eyes are all crossed, and I like they think my nose. Oh. Is broken. But, but they just, but they probably didn't call it a concussion. They were like, "Oh, Ray rung his bell." Yeah, probably. As so like my reaction is literally as a parent. So before I became a parent, I probably would have been like, oh yeah, I did that too when I was a kid. But now it's like, you hear a story like that and you're just like, oh my God. Cause that is the scariest feeling in the world. No matter how calm you think your parents were, it is so scary to be like, oh, my kid just fell down, whatever. Uh, someone in the chat said, Chris, do you remember the old playgrounds at McDonald's with Mayor McCheese Tower? Yeah, I remember those. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to a McDonald's recently, and, like, almost all McDonald's have have, have gotten rid of them. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure due to, like, liability and insurance. That, oh, yeah. And the other <laughs> thing, too, is, is they're like, they want you to eat and get the fuck out. They don't want you to hang out. Um, right. And I a got lot of, stuck in a play place for prom one year. I remember. So, do I remember them? Yes. Did I go play in them? No. Cause like I I have uh, a lot I'm very claustrophobic, and so like a lot of those like big like tunnel slides I just don't like them. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with like getting hurt on the just I just feel like I'm gonna get stuck, you know. Wow, she just said something I haven't thought about in a long time. I knocked the wind out of myself flying off the wavy slide. Getting the yeah. wind I haven't gotten the wind I I knock on whatever the fake wood this is. I haven't knocked the wind out of myself <laughs> since I was probably a little kid. Well, and I feel like when we were kids, all of us, mm-hmm. like probably knocking the wind out of yourself was like a normal thing. It like, was. oh, you just knocked the wind yes. out of yourself. Yes. If my daughter knocked the wind out of herself right now, I would flip out. Yeah. For sure. Right. Freak out. But when we were kids, it was like, oh, you just knocked the wind out of yourself. Like, dust yourself off. Let's keep going. Yeah. And I remember, like, you know, like, what does that mean when you get the wind knocked out of yourself? Well, um, I don't know. When you exhale, the diaphragm pushes up to, to push air out of the lungs. Getting hit in the stomach or back can cause spasms in your diaphragm. And I'm all reading this. I'm not just, you know, that means that the uh, muscles contracts or gets tense. Instead of doing it, 
uh, usual thing to help you breathe. It happens to you. Take some deep breaths. So it's basically like a spasm in your diaphragm. And mm. and when you're a kid and it happens, it's really scary. Yeah. yeah. You think you're dying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't like, that. Dying you for sure. Yeah. Or winded. Yeah. Uh, Diaphragm spasms is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. My my sister, she slammed me whenever I was a kid, and I thought that I was dying. And like my the only thing I could say was like, oh, my heart, because I thought she like stopped my heart from like beating. So cute though. Uh, Before we get before we go off the air, I want to talk about uh, Ray. Ray and I were talking earlier this week, so it's really interesting. Sometimes, like you know when you're when you're doing something in life or you work at something in life things happen that you kind of just get really close to like um closer than you probably thought to like greatness you know and i don't yeah. know if this ha- if ray felt this way but like this guy that ray used to wrestle with uh warhorse was uh he wrestled for the AEW TNT title this last wednesday mm-hmm. Wow. And this was his first match in AEW. They haven't signed him yet, but you know, this guy went from like wrestling on the same scene as Ray was wrestling on to boom, like the big the big Yeah, I I actually was uh working uh, some shows like right around the time that he was just getting his footing. Uh they brought him in as the little viking in yeah. the Viking War Party. And we were working some benefit shows up in Illinois, and I got to chance to you know meet him and hang out, and we you know would would run into each other uh, periodically, and I got really close with one of his tag team partners, and we'd see each other a lot more often than I got to see him. But I really got to see him like you know come into his you know his his groove and find like who he was, and yeah. and then he just continued to just blow up, and yeah. even me and his tag team partner were like, man, that kid's gonna like be famous. And he finally got his, his opportunity, and I really hope that got a big more one. opportunities come his way to be on a national platform because he really does deserve it. That, Did you watch he, it? Yeah. Did you watch the show? I, I didn't watch the show, but I watched the match. That's what I mean. Now you watch the match. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, for people like the you know, there's the WWE, which is like the biggest you know show there mm-hmm. is, but there's the Upstart, which is called AEW. And in a lot of time, in a lot of like uh, for like during all through the um, – uh, pandemic like they've been going head to head on wednesday nights and yeah. for the most part AEW has beaten wwe on wednesday nights yeah and like uh cody rhodes uh, dusty rhodes's son is the aew tnt uh champion and he wrestles he that, that means he defends that title on on the 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 network and his big thing is, is he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to wrestle. I'm going to take on all comers, even if they don't, even if they're not members of AEW. And a lot of like internet chatter was like, you should wrestle. Like he, he got a lot of uh, support. Like people are like, you should wrestle war child. And then Arn Anderson, who is a legend, legend in the business, the legendary Arn Anderson from the four horsemen. Uh, they asked him, they said, who do you want Cody to wrestle? And he said, war child and so then tony khan and then went out and got war child brought him in so i mean ray would you think about warhorse yeah. war sorry warhorse i keep thinking war child from uh, uh 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 what's that that movie uh point break warhorse sorry 
Somebody somebody posted a mask where it had a you know you know back off war child, but uh, war horse. Sorry, war horse. So let me let me. So ask how you does that. all this make you feel? Do you feel a little like jealous? Yeah. Do you feel? No, I don't know. He, yeah. he absolutely Good. deserves it, and yeah. like it, it, I That's never awesome. feel. I never feel jealous for like people that I've known like succeeding in it because in a lot of ways I didn't commit as hard as a lot of other people around me did. Also like I retired and he like continued pushing and like everybody, you know, just, he works his ass off. He, you know, outworks, like he would work circles around me just because he's just, you know, he deserves it. And I have a lot of friends on NXT right now. I have a lot that like have just you know, done great things and for me like I will be happy for them to succeed in everything they do and I have no like resentment or jealousy for it just because again I chose my path and, and I did what I was doing it and um, you know everybody else who's going to succeed in it will continue to push and, and do great things yeah and, uh, so you know, can we take a second to uh-huh. just praise Ray yeah for having that attitude. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Because, like, uh, as a person who is in an entertainment industry, you know, I see so many people that are just so, like, mean and and cutthroat and all that stuff. And the thing is, is, like, you have to see the work you put in. And if they made it, then that means they worked harder than you or they well, worked whatever not, not and you should be happy for them sometimes it sometimes it's not the work it's the it's the well yeah it's the it's the i mean the timing i mean sure but you can't be mad about that either and you yeah. should support them and you should be happy for them because guess what if you made it you would want people to be happy for you oh, absolutely right. I mean, you know it's all- i love that ray is that way that's yeah. great i'll tell awesome i'll tell you this and uh, this this is right or wrong, but it's my my opinion of forty five years. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times, a lot of times, what happens, and I'm not saying this happened to Ray. I'm not saying this happened to anybody. I'm just talking about in general. This is where I in my life, like one day I said I'm no longer going to allow this to happen, and I'm mm-hmm. going to stop this. And when I did, I've done better in life. So. At, at certain times in life, things are presented to you. Yeah. Whether you know it or not. Sometimes people will throw things up to you. And you'll feel it or you don't because you don't know yep. how to recognize it. And, it. and it's opportunity. And a lot of times when people, you know, we have humility and people are like, hey, well, what if, you know, uh, let's say if we uh, threw you up for the promotion. And you're like, ah, no, 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 no. But they really are like testing you to see, like, if you say yeah. yes, they're gonna throw you in. And a lot of times, opportunity happens, and in, 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 in it's and it's that fast, and it's like yes or no, and it, mm-hmm. it, and it really is. And a lot of times, when we're when we're when we're you know have humility, in in, you know, sometimes we don't we don't feel confident in ourselves, we say no. Yeah. And then we're upset when someone else gets it. And so it's and so a lot of times in life, even if you don't think you're ready, even if you don't think that you are are uh deserving, if it if it's there, 
tee it up, hit the ball, and say yes. You know, because you're gonna right. fail. You're gonna fail sometimes. Oh, you're you have, gonna fail a lot. <laughs> but you, but you don't. But you don't know. And so a lot of my life, a lot of my life, I said no. I said no. Like they were like, yeah. oh, what if we did this for you? I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't think we're, we're we deserve that. A lot of times. And now I, you know, you, you know, know lot, also, yeah. go for it. Saying no sometimes is important too. It depends, but yeah. No, but sometimes if you're overextending yourself, so I learned this in therapy this week. Yeah. Sometimes you have to say no. And whether it's for a personal reason or a professional reason, it's okay to say no. Uh, it is okay. Well, when you're there. But well, I'm, you I'm, can't be mad at somebody else for right, saying yes right. if you say no. Right. And, and I'm not talking – okay. So at a certain time, at a certain point, you get to a level you can't – like then you, then you can. What I'm talking about, yeah. Holly, is like when you're coming up and you're hungry and you're starving. Oh, yeah. And – you, you like you especially when you're around other people and you're all doing the same thing and yeah. you see some person and you're like wow they're they're much more talented at at wrestling than i am and yeah. then someone comes to you and they're like well we want to go put you on this thing and you're like oh no no that guy's more important he he wrestles yeah. better than i do and what you really needed to do was say yes because they said because they were like <laughs> Because they had you in mind for something, and boom, 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 and then at a certain point, you get to a level where then you know you definitely have to say no for shit. But like when I'm talking, like there, when opportunity is there, and it is, and it is like in your hand, and it is something that is definitely going to you know help you in life. You just got to say yes sometimes, you know. You just got to fucking even if you don't think you can do it, and that you know. And it took me a long time to get there. And I feel like that warhorse guy, you know, he was like at that point where, you know, because I mean, to jump from where he jumped to AEW is quite huge. a quite a huge one, I think. But I may not know. So, I mean, what I'm saying to Ray is like, what if what if they came in and they said, we want the Trash King to fight uh, Cody Rhodes? You're going to go and fight Cody Rhodes? No, we go do it. you're not going to do it. Really? No. Why? <laughs> the Trash King's dead. Yeah. Oh, Dang. You're over it. Like You're not that's... Do it, huh? I'm just Atman Ray now. Oh. What if they said Atman Ray, we've got to replace Excalibur as a uh, announcer because he said the N word, which really didn't happen. <laughs> that, that all that all that all really happened. Would you go and be uh, would you go be a commentator? I, I would consider it, yeah. but again, they better have as good a benefits as the cat job has. <laughs> right. I'm, pretty, I'm I'm pretty sure they do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do. They have the benefits where they can test everybody. Like I like someone was complaining about uh, baseball. They're like, "Well, I think it's fucked up that all the players from baseball can get tested." And, you know, and, and, and it is, because you know, normal is. people can't. But then I was watching wrestling, and they're like, "We've all had our COVID nineteen tests, both the regular and a blood test." I was like, "Blood test? They have a <laughs> blood? They have a blood test?" <coughs> Holy shit! I didn't even know that. I didn't even know they had a blood test. Right. Uh, the fecal test is the most important, yeah. though. The fecal yeah. test? How about that? Yes. The, okay. Wait test. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pump all, all the brakes. Pump all one. the brakes. You mean I could have went and just shit on something and I got a test yeah. for that? Mm-hmm. 
rather than jam that plastic piece of shit down my no, nose. No, they have to extract it from your colon, so that's why you don't really want it. Oh, is that right? No. Kidding. no I'm kidding. <laughs> that's not true. That is not true. I can't true. just shit but on something? So I have a friend who has had long-haul COVID, which is, like, for a long time. And here's the thing. The nasal swab said she was negative. Oh. The, the fecal test said she was positive. So, and she had to pay for that I didn't through know. her own money. I didn't know but, there was a, a fecal test. I didn't even know there was. Yep. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Yeah, the fecal it. test. I got to pay to shit on something? Come yeah. on. What kind of world are we living in? Test, yeah. Welcome to America, man. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, well, what, how's your week, Chris? I had to pay money to shit. I had to pay money to shit. <laughs> Came out negative, so I guess yeah. that's good. Right. <laughs> had to pay to shit. Welcome to America. <laughs> What'd you shit on? I don't know. Some fucking plastic thing that they scooped it off <laughs> and put it in a bottle. Not even a cop car. You know? <laughs> I was like, can I shit on a cop car for the test? Got a mind. I would shit on a cop car for a test for sure. <laughs> Man, I'm blown away. There's a fecal test? There is. I'm going to do all kinds of research after this because I'm pissed. They, they you fucking... should look it up and you should be pissed. I'm pretty because sure. Because here's the deal. They, the FDA has mm-hmm. decided not to acknowledge the results from this and there's a reason for it. The fecal it. test or the other one? The fecal test. Oh. So the thing is, they the FDA has been like, oh, you know, it's not necessary, but a lot of people who have gotten the fecal test have tested negative on their nasal swab, but positive on the fecal test okay. and have all the symptoms. So, so when, the, when the cops pull up, I'm like, what are you doing? I go, fecal test. Fecal test. Shitting, just yeah. shitting. You know, <laughs> test, see if I test positive. <laughs> I heard that a cop's hood will uh, change color. Depending on the fecal matter. <laughs> oh my god! A car just drive by my house uh-huh. with all of its wheels gone. Cool. What? All what do you wheels. mean? Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Yeah. Hey James, you know if you uh, shit on a cop's hood, it'll turn red <laughs> if you're negative for COVID. Oh <laughs> they, my they, god! They gotta, they, they, okay, I think they should I do that. I have to pee. Let's. I think they Let's should do, do that. Things. Okay. So anyway, unless I can just go pee and then I'll come back. No, no. I heard that you get shit on a cop's hood and it turns red. Yeah. If you're positive for COVID. <laughs> uh, I want to thank you guys for watching the show. We're gonna end on that, and uh, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Jk. Jk. Lol. Lol. Uh, what do you guys want to promote? Pro stuff, Holly, and then you can take it off. Okay, I have an Instagram at Hollybird Comedy and also a TikTok at Hollybird Comedy. And I'm going to go pee now. Love you all. As long as, your TikTok, as, long as TikTok wasn't banned. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's supposed to be banned yesterday. Uh, so you can find it on pretty much any social media platform under Ray Basuda, except for Facebook. I'm very happy to be off of that platform. Uh, also, uh, go follow uh, Hardway U. Uh, they are a, a new wrestling school here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. You can find them on Facebook. Who's in charge uh, of that? Who's doing that? Who's running it? 
Uh, it is uh, the from the people that brought you Destiny Wrestling. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. So same guy. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, look up Hardway U. A lot of great talent coming through there, and it's a you know great opportunity for wrestlers here in Albuquerque. But um, yeah, just wonderful. Will you that. stick around after the show? I want to. I want to ask a yes. couple questions. Okay. Uh, Smiley, what do you got? Uh. Just my usual, if you want to see me on the second season of uh, Midnight Texas, uh, that's streaming on Hulu or on NBC. Mm-hmm. And uh, really fun, look for me on Daybreak on Netflix. Cool. Uh, I have Made Out Media, which is my YouTube channel. Um, you can uh, check that out, subscribe, smash that like and subscribe. Uh, did you already pee, Holly? Is that you already done? Yeah. Okay. Uh, really good. And then we have all of our, you know, we have 10drinkminimum.com. Um, and then, man, I have a lot of projects that are coming out, but I just can't talk about any of them right now. Um, so that sucks. Uh, but, uh, you know, I have 10drinkminimum.com. I have, we have all of our social media. And uh, other than that, uh, I want to thank everybody for being here. I want to thank everybody for staying safe in the world. Rest in peace, Wilford Brimley. And with that, we are 10drinkminimum. Ten drink minimum. Minimum. Talk.